Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Hey, Keisha. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, my God. We got a lot to talk about. Yes, 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 we do. Yeah. Yes, we do. And um, we are also, once again, streaming live on the YouTube side. So I just want to give you the heads up on that. Okay. They really enjoyed us the past few weeks that we've been going live. I think last week was your first live. Yes, it was. Okay. And then um, before that, it was myself and Trish. Now, um, I got to say, Trish is not going to be on this morning. Originally, she was going to be on, but her husband was sick all last night. So she's been up uh... with him. And so she said, you know, she's going to have to just check us out later. She's going to get some sleep. Well, I hope your husband gets better soon, Trish. I know. We sending well wishes out to Trish today, you know, so hopefully her husband feels better. Um, I, I told her, too, because one of the um, viewers from last week actually said that Trish sounded just like Phyllis. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I'm trying to picture it, Phyllis, Phyllis's voice right now. You know, I had to picture it myself because I was like, Phyllis, Trish, Trish, Phyllis. Yeah. And then when I actually listened to Phyllis this week, you know, because Phyllis really had a big chunk of time this week on air. I was <laughs> like, OK, maybe I can see that. Hmm. I'm going to have to go back and, and watch a Phyllis scene and think about Trish's voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK. So, um, welcome you guys. Say hello. Let me know where you are um, on the YouTube side. Let's see. Okay, we got some folks. Hey, Melanie. Hi, Javoris Kern Show. Ethel McWayne, good morning to all of you. Welcome. Come on in. Grab a cup of coffee. I have a cup of coffee sitting over there with a little bit of caramel in it. Me too. Oh, okay. We all got our cup of coffee and maybe <laughs> some of you guys got some tea over there too. Because, uh, yeah, it was a pretty interesting week, to say the least. So let me just go ahead and do a formal introduction for you guys that are new watching the platform on both the podcast side and the YouTube side. I'm going to go through how we, you know, how we do the show and then we'll jump into this and unpack everything. All right. So welcome, you guys, to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where today Keisha and I is going to recap the young and the restless and the bold and the beautiful for the week of December 12th through December 16th. So I'm going to give a summary. We usually do the young and the restless first and break it all down and then we'll do the bold and the beautiful second. And then at the end, we have two segments. We have our flip the script segment, which is. If there's a particular scene or storyline that you wish you could change, that's where we flip the script. And who's taking a seat this week? Who did a little bit too much? They need to go sit down somewhere. So we have that segment as well. So without any other further ado, uh, ooh, some folks watched the Monday episode. I haven't seen it yet, and that's that's on me. I've been busy. I usually try to catch it on Friday nights or Saturday mornings, but not today. So I yeah. missed it. I'm yeah. never able to watch the Monday episode ahead of time. No? Mm-mm. 
Oh, okay. Okay. Well, don't, uh, well, I mean, if you got some good tweaky spoilers, you guys over there. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they, I guess Adam and Chelsea is going to be hanging out next week. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing some rumors about the fact that they might put those two back together. I thought it would have been Billy, but I don't know. If they're going to put her with somebody, I would prefer it be um, Adam over Billy, just because Billy has got on your nerves. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. We always put him in a seat every week, it seems like. All yeah. right, so let's go ahead and get this started. I'm going to break down the sum. Well, give the summary for the Young and Restless, and then we're going to break these storylines down. Oh, yes. Thanks. Thank you, Miss Mariah. Everybody, please support the channel. Hit the like button. Likes are free. It lets YouTube know that, hey, this is some content that they need to share. Subscribe if you haven't. I see a lot of you shadow watchers over the week. <laughs> I look at my analytics on the YouTube side. So I can see who's subscribed and watching and who's not subscribed and watching. You keep coming back. So might as well get the subscribe. Get Hit the subscribe button and turn on your notifications. All right. So for the young and the restless for the week of December 12th through the 16th, Chelsea made amends to people that she hurt. Devon ordered Nate to stay out of his life. Summer fired Phyllis, and Daniel invited Phyllis to work with him. And also, I, I got to throw this in, too. This whole fiasco with Diane being taken up to the cabin as well. So, yeah, and this leads off into the Christmas week, too. So where do you want to start? Um, 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 um. What was the small one? What was the smallest storyline of those? Okay, so you want to talk about Devon ordering Nate to stay out of his life? That's yeah. We can we can start with that one because that was only one thing. Yeah, that was only one day this week. So what you got on that one? Um, I I thought it was unnecessary for Devon to go over to Nate's place of business to confront him about that. Just that was a text message. Like, I know, right? Stay out of my yeah, stay out of my business. We're you know, we're not family. If that's what he wants to say, you don't need to worry about what's going on between me and um, uh, Amanda. Like mm-hmm. that's all that needed to be. He went over there, made it a bigger deal what what it needed to be. Hey, um, and and then he like he kept. It was like he kept dragging it on. Like, if you don't want to talk about it, then say, I don't want to talk about it, and then leave. But he kept standing there and, and like, re-explaining and, you know, reminding Nate, we're not cool, so stay out of my business. So. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was saying. I'm like, you had to come all the way over to Newman Media and then he saw they were in a meeting and he just didn't care. Yeah, that was the other thing. That was rude. Yeah, I'm like, dude, you see that he's in a meeting with the CEO of the entire company and you pretty much, I mean, granted, Victoria excused herself, mm-hmm. but it's like, I need to talk there, to Nate. I need to talk to Nate right now. And it's like, uh, uh, if I was Victoria, I'd be like, you need to schedule a time, make an yep. appointment. Same. <laughs> now, even Nate. <laughs> Nate should have said that. 
because yeah. that was you know what and like you said when when um when he told him that Devon and broke down how he wanted him to stay out of his business Nate was like you could have just said that over the phone mm-hmm. stay out of my life but yet you come all the way over into Nate's domain to tell him that right it makes no sense so I'm just like whatever Devon you making yourself look bad and as much as I think was that um Lily that said you know sometimes you shouldn't be you know maybe you need to forgive Nate because we've all done things that we're mm-hmm. not you know happy about which that whole thing with that he did with uh Abby I mean come on you shouldn't be trying to thumb your nose up at anybody yeah now I don't know if I would com- I don't think you can really compare the two it was mm-hmm. what he did was of course that was disgusting that was dead wrong mm-hmm. however that was a personal a personal uh, something that happened in his personal life mm-hmm. what Nate did what you were literally trying to take that family's company from them you were t- trying to take control That's of true. two huge um, companies and it was they both belong to your family so that's a different type of betrayal right there um, but I still think that I feel like Devon didn't do anything but draw more attention to something like I feel like he drew more attention to that situation with him and Amanda than Mm -hmm. what he needed to by going and confronting Nate about that. Right. Because now Nate is really like you must have really done something. You must have really messed up if you coming down here getting in my you know getting in my face about this. Right. Right. And Aditha Lee says Devon thinks he's better than everybody. Ethel McWayne said that Lily tried to compare the two situations. I yeah, think she, that's what I got that conversation. Yeah, that conversation. Yeah, she, she did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, I, but, I agree. I do feel like Devon has that holier-than-thou attitude that um, everybody else is, you know, is a mess up or does basically horrible things and when he does it it's not as big a deal or you know what I mean I don't know how to explain it he just I agree sometimes I think Devon does think he's better than everybody else yeah I think so too Rosemary from Florida says that was me thinking Trish that was Phyllis oh okay great I told her about it this morning (laughs) (laughs) also even Devon was shutting Daniel down already yeah, so we got to talk about that, too, because um, I don't know. Do you think that they're making good business decisions right now? First, after that whole thing with Nate, they still want to go forward with the IPO. And then now, you know, they're taking on Daniel's whole thing. But I, I haven't heard them talk about the IPO lately, and I didn't think they ever made a final decision on it. Yeah, that was either late last week or early this week that uh, Lily told Devon. Yeah, Lily told Devon when they were at Society that Jill wants to move forward with the IPO. But she's been telling him, Jill has been wanting to move forward with it. And Devon was the one that was like, let's hold off until we can figure out who it was that Nate was working with. So did he, did Devon finally agree to it? Um, you know, that's why early this week, I mean, they had little bits and pieces. 
<clears throat> the main focus this week seemed to be around that whole Phyllis thing. But um, I just remember her having that conversation earlier this week. So I don't know. They just threw that in there. And then Devon really didn't have a, a major response to it. Um, Melanie says, Lily said to Devon, it is the worst thing that Nate betrayed you and you can't forgive him. But you cheated on Amanda with Abby, but want to forgive, want her to forgive you. Devon is a hypocrite. That's an interesting point. What do you think? I, I don't think you can simplify those two incidents. No, no, not I at all. Because the, I, it, mm -hmm. it's too, they're just too they're just two different things like Nate was trying to take their livelihood and not saying that he wouldn't have allowed Devon or Lily to work for the companies if he would have been able to gain control from them mm -hmm. but come on now do you really think they would have gone back to that company and worked for Nate no nah, I mean I wouldn't think so I, I think Devon probably would have went back in the contracts and probably tried to remove his uh, Winters founder. I forgot. What was the original name of that company? Hamilton, Hamilton Winters. Winters. Hamilton yeah. Winters and probably try to sever ties with Chancellor. So I don't know, but yeah. So I, don't, I just don't, I don't see those two things as being comparable. Like he was trying to take a legacy that Devon built with his dad and trying to take, um, trying to take over chancellor as well like that i'm i'm sorry but those two just don't those aren't no. the same to me people okay. and i'm not that it's okay but mm -hmm. cheating scandals happen all the time and to okay. me that's mm -hmm. that's a more um forgive forgivable i guess um incident than mm -hmm. someone trying to steal my company from me gotcha Okay. Honey Smile 320 said, Devon is a billionaire with too much time on his hand and Lily is struggling. She is struggling. Mm -hmm. This whole thing that she's dealing with with Billy. Um, now he, okay, so I, I think we can move on from the whole thing with Devon and Nate, right? Yeah. Okay. What do you think about this whole situation with Lily and Billy this week because I I don't know I, I just think that there's distance there because she looks at him as doing too much mm -hmm. and he looks at her as like I can't believe you not being, being uh, sympathetic yeah right. so what do you think um I'm on Lily's side with this I do think mm -hmm. Billy is still doing too like there's no need for him to be sitting up in Chelsea's apartment with her having movie nights. I know, and this is he had two movie nights with her already. Yeah. And it's just the two of them. Like that's right. And like I, I've said it a, Yeah, and I've said it a million times over the last several weeks. Mm -hmm. Billy and Chelsea did not have a close relationship before this incident. So him feeling like he has to be there for her and has to basically He's basically trying to babysit Chelsea to make sure that she doesn't do anything to um, derail her uh, progress. And it's like, that is not your role. It's that not is not job your job. job. She's got a best friend. She's She's got Chloe. She's got... Adam. Adam, yeah. 
she's got um Sharon who's a professional like her and Sharon of course aren't weren't BFS either but Sharon I feel like is acting more in a professional role right than anything and giving right. her advice and stuff like that Billy don't need to be there because there's no. nothing that Billy has to offer her other than his own experiences and she can go to a support group for that exactly and that's the crazy thing about this whole situation just the fact that he wants to be not only her support like you just said a babysitter he also wants to be the only one that supports yeah. her he don't even want adam around and that man has a child with her right and then when i think was that conversation between adam and uh billy earlier this week when or was that last week it might have been i don't know but when Adam I thought it was this week. I it thought. was this week? Yeah, when so. Adam brought up the fact that he got a child, and then all of a sudden, now Billy was like, well, she's the mother of my child, too. And I'm like, hold on. Come on, oh, Billy. Wait, maybe that was last week. I think that was last week. But still, you want to throw that... Yeah, because we talked about it on yeah. the live last week. It's like, how do you now want to throw the mother of my child card in there when for weeks and months you've been saying, no, this is me and Victoria? Right. So you just looking for an excuse to downplay Adam and to get next to Chelsea, get next to Chelsea. Yeah. And then he, um, he said something this week. It was when Adam showed up. I think it was after their, after they watched their movie or something. Mm-hmm. And Adam showed up to the apartment. Mm-hmm. And um, I think he, oh, he went down to the, the, coffee house and was talking to Sharon and he was like well Adam showed up I don't need him bringing his bad energy around Chelsea and it's like where did you even get that where did you get that from because he doesn't like you doesn't mean that he's bringing negative energy to Chelsea right I mean he came in there with bags of Christmas presents and he wasn't rude he asked he said am I interrupting something yeah. And so Billy was like, nope, I'm leaving. And that was it. Where did you get bad vibes from? Right. You just be making up stuff. It's just, it gets, to me, it gets old. Mm-hmm. Because at what point do you just stop to say, okay, you know what, let me just leave Adam alone. But every, it's like every time Adam is around anything, it's always, wow, look at him. Well, he always doing this. He's a bad influence. He's this, he's that. It's like, dude. Get a grip. I don't know who's worse, you or Phyllis with Diane. Right. <laughs> I think, I think Phyllis them. might be a little worse than Billy. <laughs> yeah, Phyllis is worse than Billy when it comes to the whole uh, <laughs> uh, the hatred for their um, what they call them, nemesis. Yeah. Uh, we got some comments. So it says um, the gap. Oh, wait a minute. The uh, honey smile says she needs to go back to Kane if Kane was back on. What do you say? I remember that no. whole thing. You don't think so? I there at some point in that relationship, I started to not like Kane. I think it was because for like the umpteenth time, he got caught mm-hmm. in a lie about something. So it would be like they would be good for like a year or so, and then something would come up in Kane's past where Kane was lying about something, right? And then they would break up for about a week, and Lily would take him back. And it's like, how many times are you going to take this man back? So I, I think it was, I want to say after it was whatever the lie was before they found out that um, Kane had gotten some that girl pregnant in Japan, 
Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was he did before that, but there was something else that he did and they broke up for a little bit and then she ended up taking him back. And it was just like, I was just, I was just a vicious cycle. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. also has that very, mm-hmm. um, I feel like he has kind of the same personality as Devon where he was always trying to like scold Billy or whatever, or Adam or whoever, I guess, wasn't living up to his standards like a holier than thou kind of attitude. Mm-hmm. And then here you go. You got about 50 lies in your past that you haven't <laughs> explained to your wife. I know. And they just keep coming out. So <clears throat> you didn't yeah. like them two together. I, I'm good on Kane. I hope they, <clears throat> if they bring him back, that they don't put them together. <laughs> gotcha. You all right? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. Um, Ethel says the gap is getting wider between Lily and Billy. Billy just needs to stop nonsense. Melanie Corley says it's not fair that Billy hangs out with Chelsea, but Lily can't hang out with Daniel. I always see Billy not putting Lily as her first priority. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. I think Honey Smile says I think Billy finally feels like he has a sense of purpose helping Chelsea so maybe they're helping each other platonically I didn't think of it like that do you think it's platonic I right now yes I do think it's platonic but it's still being done in a I feel like an intimate setting because it's just the two of them Mm -hmm. Chelsea did try to kiss Billy not Mm -hmm. that long ago Um, they do then they have a past yeah, they do have a past. Yeah. They so, do. <clears throat> I guess my thing is, if you <clears throat> if you have the need to want to help people, then you need to go volunteer somewhere. Yeah, but go volunteer yeah, I, at a at a like suicide hotline center or um, you mean unalive? Uh, sorry, unalive hot, mm-hmm. hotline center or mm-hmm. you know go down to a um a homeless shelter or volunteer your time with kids that have you know mental illnesses or there's plenty of things that you can do if you feel like you need to help somebody and feel like you have a purpose Mm -hmm. that doesn't involve you neglecting your significant other with somebody that you have a past with and going and spending time at their house like every night watching movies together exactly or involve lily ask, ask lily you know hey can Chelsea come over and hang out with us? Can we have movie nights together with, you know, her and Connor or, you know, ha- get her involved if you, if Lily wants to be involved. But if not, then he he needs to drop it. Yep. Um, okay, let's see. Rose Marie says that Billy is falling for her and will drive Lily to Daniel. Billy... Uh, Honey Smile says Billy will always hate Adam for De- for Delia's um, incident. That won't change. Yeah, he hasn't gotten over that. Neither has Chloe. Yeah, um, but they just look for things. They look when it for comes things, to Adam. Right? Like yeah, I they, get that whole thing, but it's like Adam could step on a piece of gum. Mm, oh, yeah. he's trying to ruin so and so's life, or I know right? he's back for Chelsea. He doesn't need to be around Chelsea. He stepped on that gum. It's like they literally look for anything that he does and to, to find fault in it. Yep. Um, 
Aditha says that she liked Lily and Kane, but she is shocked that Billy and Lily lasted as long as they did. I am too, honestly. Yeah. Ethel McElwain says no more Kane Ashby. Aditha says Lily and Kane have an established marriage and children. Well, they do. They do have those two twins. Yeah. Um, Aditha says Lily slept with another man while married to Kane. Who she sleep with? I forgot. I don't remember either. Did but she? But this was this. If that happened, which I don't remember. I'm sure um, whoever made that comment remembers what the situation was. Was it after the? I'm trying to realize that Kane had. <laughs> Cause... Yeah, cause he had a lot of them. Um, Melanie says Billy does not want Adam around Chelsea and Connor because he's destructive, but Adam is being loving to Chelsea and Connor. I'm tired of Billy judging Adam. I agree with you a thousand Mm -hmm. percent, Melanie. That's Um, all he does is judge. That's all he does. You know, I mean, you more at Chelsea's house than where's your other kids? I see Johnny more hanging around Chelsea than he's hanging around Johnny. Yeah. Um, both Lily, Aditha says both Lily and Kane had their issues, not just Kane. Lily was not innocent. She was a serial cheater. He, he cheated on and cheated on her and have a baby. Lily ran out of options on the show. She should go back to Kane. Kane had a baby with another woman. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a serial, who did she serial cheat with? I don't know. Drop that in the comment section. Um, Honey Smile 320. Let me know who she cheated with. I'm trying to remember. Um, Linda Timmons says, I watch your videos, but this is the first time I got to see live. I love Lily and Billy together, but I wouldn't blame her if she tells him that she's had enough and it's time to call it quits. And thank you for watching the videos, Linda. I appreciate it. And welcome over to the live. We have we've been having a good time over here for the past few weeks. But mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. It's time for probably Lily to move on. Yeah. I'd love to see her and Daniel back together. Um, honey said he tried to invite Chelsea over. Well, he tried to oh yeah, okay. That was on Thanksgiving, I think, honey smile. So I guess yeah. when Billy tried to invite Chelsea over, but Lily said no. Oh, I okay. think that situation is different, though. I mean, I... I what thought do you think? he tried to... Uh, because I, I thought mean, there was an explanation behind thing. that. Huh? Yeah, I thought there was an explanation behind that, why she said no to that, and I can't remember what it was. But mm, to me, okay. I just remember thinking that that does make sense. I so, have to go back and watch that episode. Yeah. Now, Lily offered Billy counseling, which leads me into Melanie's comment that she's hoping that with Billy and Lily going to couples counseling, maybe it'll work out their problems. Do you think that's going to work out? No, I think I think at this point, I feel like the writers are just setting it up for them to break up and for it's either going to go one of two ways. They're going to break up and they're going to put her back with Daniel or Daniel is going to be. I feel like they're going to turn Daniel into a bad, not a bad guy, bad guy, but mm-hmm. somebody that tries to interfere in their relationship mm-hmm. to get them to break up. And did you notice he said that we can start it after the holidays? So yep. what's going to happen between now and the next two weeks? Yeah, I'm so curious about know. that too. 
Yeah, I, when I heard him said, oh, yeah, we can do that. We can start after the holidays. I'm like, something's about to go down in the next two <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay. Lily asked Billy to go to therapy. He said, yes, Lily slept with three different men way before Kane's lives and and the sad baby. While she was married to Kane? Yeah, that's what Honey Smile is saying. What were the, I'm just curious about what the situations were because I don't remember Lily cheating on Kane multiple times. Honey Smile 320, do you remember who she slept with? Because I think maybe if we can get who the, who they were, it might kind of jog the memory of the actual situation. Yeah. Uh, Nana Rob number eight says, Billy will always have things with Adam. He allegedly killed Chloe, his and Chloe's I should have said he unalive. I gotta watch YouTube because they are stickler for certain words. Um, allegedly unalived his and Chloe's daughter Delia. There's no coming back from that. Being cool with Adam, the hurt runs deep. Billy was distraught after that accident. I guess it. I guess we're not saying that him and Billy need to be cool with each other, mm-hmm. but Billy. There's times where Billy will. He just be doing too much. Approach Adam, right, and get into it with Adam, or he just had like unnecessary negative, like what we just said about him going down to the coffee house after he left Chelsea's and was talking about Adam bringing negative vibes to Chelsea, and it's like, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. So it's like he just makes up stuff just because he hates Billy or um Adam. Adam. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> like I I. Of course, they're never going to be friends or be cool, but I feel like Billy also needs to let go of the not saying forgive Adam, but mm-hmm. what it, what good is it doing him to constantly like, it's like Adam is constantly on his mind in a negative way. You I know mean, what I mean? And, and Delia is not the only character on the show that was had an incident with somebody else. You know, because, I mean, that whole thing with Victor and Colleen, he even ended up with her heart, even though he was the cause of that situation. Um, The incident with Summer and Chelsea, because Summer, she was pregnant. And Mm -hmm. Summer had the incident with Chelsea, where Chelsea lost the baby. So, I mean, there's countless examples of people not carrying this whole thing as deep as Billy and Chloe is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I don't know. It's just like you. It, it's just getting old at this point. Yeah, I mean, I was. That's why I used to refer to Chloe in my recap videos as Cuckoo Chloe because every time you look up, she had something crazy to say when it came to Adam. And I understand yeah. Sally and friends and blood and this and that. And it's like, at what point do you stop hating that man? Right. It's tired. Um, okay, let's see. So I, I was looking, I kind of, I was trying to look up this stuff mm-hmm. on Lily because I just couldn't remember. So now, it says, I, the first Ethel, thing that I see girl, is... Ethel McWayne came, she said Kane, Kane came to the show line. He lied all the time. He did because he lied about his identity. He lied about who he was. <laughs> Yeah, he and did. that was after him and Lily started a relationship. She found that out after they got into a relationship that Kane lied about who he who he really was. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but on here it looks like the first thing that she did was mm-hmm. she kissed um remember Tyler that character Tyler yeah um she kissed him and this was after she found out that Kane lied about his identity. his identity yeah Adita said there was one guy that she slept with and Kane fought him it was a tall Caucasian guy with black hair but she don't she don't remember the multiple men that um, the other listener had brought up. Kane and Lily worked it out because they realized they both messed up. I remember Lily sleeping with a guy named Joe. That's what I remember, that that's who that tall guy with the dark hair is. That's Joe. Mm. I remember that when they were at the old athletic club. Um I'm trying to remember Joe Clark. That was his name. Joe. A lot of people are saying Joe. Daniel liked to push Billy's buttons. So that's the other thing. Let's kind of shift gears a little bit because I know this whole Kane and Lily thing, we can go down a whole different path. We got a lot to cover. Um, Daniel and that conversation that he had with Billy, what did you think about that? Um... I almost felt like it was a, I don't know. I felt like it was Billy trying to, maybe not Billy, uh, Daniel trying Daniel. to gauge mm-hmm. um, how Billy really feels, I guess, about his relationship with Lily right now. Mm-hmm. I think I think Daniel is trying to, to figure out just how close... Um, Lily and Billy are because it's clear that he still has feelings for her or that he's developing, redeveloping feelings that he had for her previous previously but I don't remember because I can't remember if it was you that said it Mm -hmm. um, or if it was something that I read in the group that Daniel and Billy had issues with each other before and I don't, I don't remember why they didn't. I don't get remember me saying that. You probably saw it maybe on Facebook. Maybe I read it in the group. Then I, I'm trying. I can't remember like what their issues were before with each other. If it was just like, you know, just stupid, petty teenage drama type issues, or if mm-hmm. something actually happened between them. Yeah, all I know with Daniel, something up with that dude. He does. Yes, not, there is. He does not want to talk about what happened with his what is the girl name his wife heather heather and lucy mm-hmm. how they had the country to get away from him yeah so i'm wondering what that's all about that's why I... that's why back was that around thanksgiving mm-hmm. when daniel came in and lily was like does this seem like it's something off with daniel that should yeah. have been her red flag moment right there I guess I was just assuming they just they ended their marriage and he just doesn't want to tell anybody right now that they're going through a divorce. Like I I didn't think that it was anything more damaging than that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, of course the writers can definitely throw spin something into yeah. something. Yeah. 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 I um what was I gonna say? It just completely fell out of my head. Something oh I hope that they are not bringing him back on this show and completely changing him into some type of maniac like they did with JT. Right. I was so mad when they did that with JT because I had always liked JT's character. 
Yeah, and JT they, and, and Thomas. Yep. <laughs> and then they brought JT back on and turned him into an abuser. And right, like, exactly. Why? Um, Daniel, okay, Ethel says Daniel can see Lily and Billy are having issues. That's his way in. Yeah. And Honey Honey Smile said, Didn't Daniel and Lily break up after Drusilla fell off the cliff? Yeah, because of Phyllis, because Phyllis was arguing with Sharon. Yeah, with that whole thing. Girl, that was man, I ain't gonna never forget that episode. I know. I was so mad. I was so mad. <laughs> I was so mad about that. What was that? That had to be like what, 2008 or something? It's been that long or whatever, but it's like, oh my God, I can't. Mm -mm. Yeah. Um, but with them green lighting his platform, he's in. I'm wondering if this was a good move by Lily. I mean, and the other thing is that Daniel wants to make a huge announcement by March. Now, I don't think that that's quick, do you? I didn't think so either, but I I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm not experienced in business or gaming, but I maybe there's a lot more to it, and that's why Devon thinks that that's quick. Yeah, because he was like, oh, don't you think that's too soon? I'm like, he said March. He didn't say next week. Yeah. You know, um, Melanie says the problem started with Billy and Lily when Jill hired Lily as CEO, then Billy... Because she does not trust her son to run the company. Billy was jealous. Always have to win. I don't know. I don't think uh, Billy is a corporate dude. Period. Yeah. He's just not into. I mean because even when. And I think we talked about this on the podcast. Before we moved to the YouTube side. Is. I mean Lily was had to beg him. Just to come to work at Chancellor. Remember. Yep. Yeah, she did. You know, it's just not his thing. Billy is a rebel. Billy is a a drifter. He's the type of guy who finds something, get obsessed with it, and then he's on to the next obsession. Yep. I don't see him as that corporate guy. I mean, he's never really been that. It's you. I think that's why they have it. They have the young and the restless because there's quite a few restless characters on here, and Billy is one of them. Yeah, I wish that they would just. I wish they would find something for that man because he. What are, Billy is probably supposed to be in his forties, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. And he's still trying to find himself, still trying to figure out what he wants to do with his life. Like, if he's not a corporate guy, then. Have him do something like what Nick does on the side with his um, foundation. Have him set up a foundation and to help the less fortunate or to help people with mental illness. Since that seems to be his realm right now where he, you know, is trying to help Chelsea with her, her situation. You know, honestly, I think Lily should have just left him alone and left him with that podcast. The moment, because he was doing well with that. It, it allowed him to help somebody else. But it mm -hmm. also al allowed him to talk his own stuff through. So mm -hmm. I honestly think that that podcast thing probably would have worked in his favor. This is before the whole Chelsea thing. Mm -hmm. And Lily was like, well, I need you here as my COO. And I'm like, girl, I, that, that dude don't want to be no COO. But and she didn't force him. 
she didn't force him to. She she asked him. She gave him the, the the choice. She just said he needs to focus on one or the other. And he was the one that decided to drop the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah but she was also very condescending in some of her statements and very passive aggressive. And I think that was one of the things we were talking about on the podcast earlier this year when she was doing that. It's like, how are you going to tell somebody, okay, do what you want to do. Just make a choice. But your, t- your tone is condescending. Like, okay, well, obviously she don't really want me to make a choice. She really want me to be in the office. Now, granted, he could have stood on his own and said, you know what, fine. Then I'm just going to stay here. But he didn't because he's selfless enough to say, you know what, let me go help my girlfriend, even though this is not where I want to be. And that's what ended up happening. And then in the end, he ended up out anyway. <laughs> so. I just think he made a series of bad decisions himself. I don't think it had anything to do with Lily making him feel a certain way or forcing him to do anything. I don't, I mean, and I, I didn't feel like any of those times Lily said is because she like there were times where she genuinely said if this is what you want to do it's fine just tell me that because you're trying to split your time between the podcast and being my COO and I I just need you to make a decision on which one you want to do and I don't feel like that was her being condescending towards him or trying to make him feel stupid about you know doing the podcast she just wanted him to make a choice because it was affecting it was affecting his job as her COO Okay, so Rosemary from Florida say Daniel Shady got something to hide and now he have feelings. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Honey Smile said, I think Daniel will eventually show some of Phyllis' characteristics since they're writing Summer as a goody-goody now. Billy <laughs> was Ethel McWayne said Billy was happy doing the podcast. Sabrina Hughes, welcome. I, this is my first time seeing you in the comments, so welcome. Uh, Lily is controlling. Ethel says Lily just about forced him to drop the podcast. I don't agree with that at all. Rosemary said too much money and time on his hands. Yes, I agree. The podcast was a passion for Billy. Melanie says Billy think the grass is greener on the other side. So should have stayed on his podcast and listening to Lily quit. Lily did not want Billy to hire Chelsea after she kissed him. And then Honey Smile said the podcast was great for Billy, but I think he felt pressured by his mom to be an abbot and the corporate exec like his siblings. Yeah, th- that job was not, he's not a corporate guy. He's just not. He's that guy to fly by the seat of his pants. He wanted to just live his life on his own accord. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if he make money, fine. If he don't make money, fine. Which is why Jack had the issue with him for so long. Like, what are you going to do with your life? Mm-hmm. You know, so. But all I know is that Lily, Victoria, and Phyllis have all tried to, I don't, I don't want to say tame but they've all tried to figure out a way to lock down Billy Abbott and it just don't work because he's, I don't know who he's compatible with at this point. Maybe Chelsea because Chelsea is just as well. Chelsea's getting her life together. So hopefully she's going the right path. Mm -hmm. You know, she'll probably end up going back to work and stuff like that. But I don't know. Billy is Billy. (laughs) Yeah. Billy is Billy. 
So let's talk about Chelsea for a minute because she made a lot of amends this week. She made amends with Adam. She made amends with uh, Billy. She made amends with Victoria and mm -hmm. Sharon. Mm -hmm. I think that was a pretty good move. I actually saw another TV show in a whole different sphere mm -hmm. where I seen the same type of ideology happen to help them get through whatever the issues that they had. So obviously this is something that they must do in the psych psychological world. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that same thing play out on other TV shows too. Yeah, I honestly think because it frees yourself. If you can come to some, because if you walk around and people are pissed off at you, you pissed off at them, you're walking on eggshells, the tension is so thick with a knife you can cut it you're not going to be comfortable in that space. When you make amends, mm -hmm. apologize and be sincere about things and hash it out, whether that person will accept it or not, you pretty much have freed yourself. Yeah. So I honestly, I like the way that they did that because, and they had her take accountability. Yeah. That's the thing. That's huge right now because a lot of times like, Billy, we all, he wants to blame and point the finger and do all this kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, and we even started with Phyllis. Phyllis did a lot of actions, but it's always somebody else's fault. Chelsea yes. took a lot. I, I, I apologize for what I did in Myanmar. I apologize for throwing this whole mommy bio mom thing on Johnny. I apologize to, to Adam for almost trying to set him up for attempted murder all of that type of stuff you have to do that you got to take ownership of your part in the situation now did they do some things yes but she did too what's yes. your yeah um i liked i like the whole apology tour um that chelsea did i especially was surprised about the her apology to billy like her bringing up that past and I'm like, mm -hmm. man. And if you want to use think about that, it. if you want to use that word in the comment section, and when we talk, we can say grape, G R A P E. So go ahead. Um, just the fact that they they even brought up that situation, mm -hmm. I felt like was kind of a that was a that was a pretty responsible thing for the writers because they could have totally ignored that that whole thing. Yeah, like we yeah. all know that that happened back in the day. Um, mm -hmm. and, but they could have totally ignored that and, you know, not have brought that up. They could have just had her focus on the drama that happened with Johnny. Um, mm -hmm. but the fact that they had her apologize for the initial incident that brought them into each other's lives, I thought that was huge mm -hmm. and important that they did that. Yep. I, um, I'm glad that they did that because... I honestly think as a person, you can grow when you look and say, what did I do wrong in this situation? What do I need mm -hmm. to change? Because it allows you to change from that. If you don't think you've done anything wrong, there's no growth from that. When you clearly have done some things, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, I think that's good. Um, 
Honey Smile says Chelsea and Billy were good together, but I miss Billy Miller and Victoria. I will say Amelia Hindley and Billy Miller, that Billy and Victoria were awesome together. They had a lot of chemistry. He was probably my favorite Billy. Yeah, he was. He was. I was so sad to see him go. Not saying thing, Jason Thompson and the other Billy, but yeah, I agree. Yeah, I remember. So the the Billy, I think right after Billy Miller, mm-hmm. I felt like was a more. Um, he was a more goody, to a goody goody type of self righteous. Like there was something. What'd you say? Self righteous. No, not self righteous, but mm-hmm. for some reason I could never see him as a rebel because okay. he just seemed like a and I don't maybe it was because I'd seen him in other things before mm-hmm. um but he just seemed like too good of a um like I, I guess that actor in general just feels like a really good guy so it was hard to picture him being a rebel when he was playing um Billy mm-hmm. on, on here mm-hmm. so then having them bring Jason or um what is his real name I'm sorry Jason Thompson. Jason Thompson. Okay, having them bring him on, kind of reverted back to the type of Billy that Billy Miller was. But I still, I still feel like Billy Miller was the, he was the perfect Billy. Yep, I agree. I agree. I really enjoy that. Ethel says that I hate that Billy acted like being graped by Chelsea was not a big deal. Yeah, that's a big deal. I mean, and the fact that she wanted to make amends for that, he got to let her have that one. And then she yeah. also brought that up with Victoria as well, that she yep. tried to undermine their marriage. Yep, she did. So I got to give her kudos for that. Melanie says, I hope Chelsea keeps her promises not to go back to her con ways <clears throat> of hurting Connor and everyone else. And then Ethel said, yeah, she also loved when Billy Miller was on the show. So, yes, yes, yes. All right. And I like how she explained Mm -hmm. to Adam, like when Mm -hmm. she gave Adam his apology and Adam was like, we don't, you don't need to do this. And she's like, I know you may not feel like you need it, but I need to do it. Like, I need to apologize to you. Basically, you can accept it. Or if you want to, you know, if you have words about or feel like you need to apologize to me later on and you can do that. That's on you. But right now I need to apologize so I can get this out and like basically start my healing journey. I like how she explained that to him. Yeah. Hmm? Yep. She did a good job. Oh, Melanie, says, Melanie says, I did not like the way Chelsea drove Billy to sleep with her and come into town to get between Billy and Victoria. Billy acting like nothing happened what Chelsea did to him. I agree. I mean, she, he tried to, he tried to downplay it, which was bad. Um, you still there? Oh, there you are. I'm I'm back. Yeah. Okay. No problem. All right. So speaking of accountability, because like I said, she made amends to all of that, including Sharon, with the race situation and everything. Somebody that is taking zero accountability is Phyllis. Of course. (laughs) Are we surprised? 
Oh my God. I mean, she. Phyllis, Phyllis, Phyllis. Horrible. Amanda told her months ago to let this go. Mm -hmm. She's ruined her relationship with Jack. Now, granted, Jack got some issues in this too. Because, you know, that whole thing. Diane has been unpacking lies one by one. Right. Um, But her actions, the whole teaming up. And see, that's why I knew it was going to blow up in her face. Because because of the fact that Nikki can go back to her cushy Newman life. Right? Mm -hmm. Ashley might get the raft of maybe Jack or whatever, but she's still going to always be an abbot. Phyllis is going to be left in the cold. Exactly. And And that's what we've been saying that from the beginning when they started this whole little triangle. Yeah, this whole evil trifecta. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um... Yeah, I mean, I agree with the Dita Phyllis. Phyllis is infuriating. She could she could wear a saint out and then hey, <laughs> did you Denny? The Phyllis slander would not be appreciated. Oh my god. So you obviously uh Digi is a <laughs> Phyllis fan. Um Melanie says Phyllis told Lauren and Michael <clears throat> that it's not fair that I go to work, but Adam is never at work, but at the bars drinking all day lord well first of all what's his name kyle don't even want to see him at the office right. so i think adam has been trying to avoid running into anybody at jabot maybe he works remote and he works for jabot he doesn't work for marchetti exactly you know and also you don't know what adam is doing on his in his day-to-day like, just because you showed up at the bar at the same time he did doesn't mean that he's there every day drinking all day long. Like, that didn't even make sense. That didn't make sense. She, But that's the thing is she's always either looking to deflect or blame somebody else for her problem. And she have been, for months, the moment that, um, what is that lady name? Talia Morgan came into town uh, back earlier this, late this summer, earlier this fall, and her daughter specifically is like, why are you talking to that woman? Why are you hanging out with my grandmother? Why are you hanging out with my aunt? I mean, mm-hmm. with Ashley. And, oh, nothing. We're just talking. She mm-hmm. lied and gaslit that girl for months. Yes. Yes, she did. And I, I like Phyllis, too. Um, uh, Your commenter that, did you that said that. Yes. I Phyllis has always been <clears> one of my favorites. I've always loved Phyllis, but these past few months have just been from the moment they brought Diane back. She's just been um, actually it started before that when she destroyed her purposely destroyed her relationship with Nick. That was when yep. Phyllis started to get on my nerves. Yep. But then when Diane came back, she just started to be outrageous with, you know, her actions and the stuff that she was doing. And, and it made her look like she was losing it at some yes, point. She was it did. spazzing out. It did. And she, and yes, she, she's right about Diane. You know, Diane has lied. She's been lying since she came back. But Mm -hmm. like we have been saying, she should have just let Diane make herself look bad. Exactly. And even when those lies came out, Kyle still, he still wants her around. Exactly. It doesn't matter what phyllis feels or what she thinks this is kyle's mind 
Mm-hmm. And if Kyle is willing to accept her lies and willing there's to nothing forgive can do her, with that. Then, yeah, there's nothing that she can do about that. And what she's trying to do is force everybody to hate Diane like she hates Diane. And it's, it's not working. And that's why Phyllis is so mad. And even after this, so like the only thing right now that could possibly hurt her relationship with Kyle is if she is lying about this whole Jeremy Stark thing and working with him to right. get this money from Jack. Right. That would be the only thing that would possibly damage her relationship with Kyle and would, you know, definitely damage her whatever progress that she's made with Jack. But this is all stuff that Di- or Phyllis, Ashley, and Nikki hasn't, they haven't really done anything to get them to get Diane, I guess, in trouble with Kyle and Jack. Because everything so far, I feel like, has come out organically, other than the fact that Diane confessed to a few mm. things because she felt like you know they were ganging up on her and she didn't want to harbor any more secrets or whatever, even though I feel like she still is. Um, but it, this, all this stuff would have come out eventually without them sticking their nose in it. So all Phyllis really did, like you said, was damage her relationship with her daughter, damage her relationship with Jack, and Diane is looking like the victim right now. Yeah, they should have let Diane basically fall on her own. Yep, I don't know because she would have. She was going to do that. Yeah, she was eventually going to fall on her own. And the thing is, and I said this last week, and I probably said this in previous videos and other podcasts, Kyle this. If you don't change Kyle's mind, any and everything that any of those ladies do is not going to make a difference. Right. It's just not. And she keeps trying to make it about I'm just trying to protect you and Kyle. And it's like, no, that's not what it has anything to do with. This is, I feel like this all has to do with Jack. I don't think she cares one way or another if Kyle has a relationship with, uh, with his mom. This is because Jack and Diane are getting, we're getting close to each other. That's what her problem is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. Sabrina is team Phyllis. Uh, Nana Rob number eight. Phyllis will be Phyllis. She's a very good actress, but Diane Heffer is still lying and hiding stuff. I don't believe her true colors have been completely exposed yet. I honestly believe, I agree with you. I think Diane has opened one lie after the other. The problem is, is that the actions, Phyllis should have just let her fall on her own. Mm-hmm. That's the thing with Phyllis bringing this dude to town. You know, because even the ladies, the other ladies, Nikki and Ashley, wasn't so open to bringing the Stark guy to town. Right. He went rogue and decided to bring this guy to town. And now he's roaming through there. And now Jack is pissed at you doing that. And that's the, that's what she don't see. Mm-hmm. We all know what J- Diane is capable of. Right. And obviously, Kyle's been accepting everything that's been coming out. Yep. The problem is, is when you stick your hand in there and make it worse. Yes, and that's what she has done. That's what it is. If Phyllis, Phyllis could came out of this thing looking like an angel, she could have put her two cents on the table and say, look, I'm telling you, girlfriend is hiding something. Yep. Take a step back and let them see it for themselves. But because she's manipulating, bringing the guy to town, 
getting involved with Talia Morgan and you've been lying to your daughter for months, of course it's not going to go your way. It's just right. And right. then you get to the end of this whole thing realizing that it now has blown up and you still is not saying, you know what, I screwed up. Yeah, instead she's like, don't I get credit for um, telling Jeremy to leave town or to to because I'm not trying to find Diane for him or whatever it was that she excuse mm-hmm. she came up with and it's yeah, like he went no you Jack's don't get credit office. for that yeah remember <laughs> she went into Jack's office and talking about okay I met with Stark and I did this and I told the truth and yes it was me and he was like look it's a day late and a dollar short right because I guess she had been telling Jack she hasn't she ha- she's guy. been telling everybody she hasn't been bringing him, she didn't bring him to town right yep so yeah you know you can't you can't lie to us for weeks and then expect us to forgive you because you defended diane for two seconds to jeremy stark <laughs> no. right two seconds you've been lying for months and months. she keeps saying i didn't bring him to town diane diane was the one that brought him into our lives and you know what i, I feel like even if phyllis had not done what she done Jeremy was still going to find Diane. So that would yeah, have been another, if you would have just backed off and let it happen, right. then this would have all been on Diane and none of it would have been on you. Exactly. If, yeah, if you knew that that guy would eventually found Diane and came to town, then you should have just let that happen. And then your yeah. name would have been completely in the clear. Yeah. All right. Aditha says, Phyllis is like that relative at a party everyone knows because she's the biggest gossip and everyone is laughing until she starts talking about you and it's not funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, Melanie said it was a slap in the face that Summer fired Phyllis. But Summer wants to go back to being a family. But Phyllis should just cut ties with her. It would be good that Daniel will work with his mom. I don't agree with that. Because they warned Phyllis up front. If you did, if you did anything, started any type of drama between you and Diane, they did the same thing with Diane. Mm-hmm. If any drama happens, you're we're not we're not dealing with it. We're gonna terminate you. And she didn't listen. She took that job, knowing that she was taking it for the purpose of watching Diane and you know doing whatever she needed to do to prove Diane was a liar mm-hmm. and. She did all of this stuff. She got caught and she got fired. Like they warned her about that. Yeah, you know, they both, they both were put on notice. You call yep. drama, you're done. Yeah. Yep. So um, she can't be mad now because they lived up to their word. Like they they warned you ahead of time. Mm-hmm. <coughs> um, Honey Smile said, "I understand why Phyllis goes to the lynch. She goes over Diane. She faked the death, and other innocent people are to blame for it." I wouldn't want Diane around either. Yeah, but the problem with that is that Kyle wants her around. Right. You can't force somebody's child to turn their back on their mom if they don't want to do it. And she's trying to force it mm-hmm. instead of just backing off and letting letting them see whatever mess Diane has created for herself on on their own. Like yeah. you can't you can't force them. It's like it's like that friend that's dating the guy that you know is bad for them. And you mm-hmm. keep trying to tell them this guy is bad for you. You keep laying out all these examples of why, but because they're so in love with this individual, they don't they don't want to see it. 
until that person does something very damaging to them and then they snap out of it like that's just what's gonna have to happen with Kyle mm-hmm. and yep. Jack yep um, Diane has been along with Jeremy Stark several times and I have not seen any evidence of them working together okay Ethel Nana says Cor- oh she agreed with Corley Summer took it way too far I don't agree with that if I you know my thing is if my daughter has a business and I come in there bringing havoc drama bringing mm-hmm. criminals to town These, this yep. guy is coming up to Jabal he's yep. showing up at the house yeah, I mean, I'm going to get fired. I mean, I've seen people fired over things they said on TikTok. So I yeah. can <laughs> And it's clear that Phyllis cannot be, she can't be controlled in any way. So I don't want you, uh, that's another, that would be another reason. How mm-hmm. how can I trust you at the company to do what me as your CEO or COO, whatever role it is that Summer and um, Kyle have, how can I trust you to do what we're asking you to do if you can't even do what we're asking you to do when it comes to Diane and this whole vendetta you have against her? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, yeah, he's looking for Diane, but you brought this man to town and he's showing up on Abbott, Abbott corporate property and Abbott personal property at the estate. I mean, I don't, there's no way that that's acceptable. Now, Mm -hmm. can we still be family? Sure. I mean, that's business. You know, I understand, but that whole thing, no, I don't want no criminal who just got out of jail for all of these white-collar crimes. Now you're showing up at the job and at the house because you brought him here. No. (laughs) Yeah. All right. um, Oh, boy. Listen, I got to get... There is a bot in here that's dropping dating corn, corn, C-O-R-N links <laughs> in my chat. Um, oh, Lord. We block this. Block user. Okay, reload. Okay, he's gone. Alright, so yeah, I Phyllis has to, I mean, she, the sole purpose of her selling the Grand Phoenix, to go over to Marchetti. She wants to ride on that whole thing of, oh, you know, I wanted to be over there to protect my daughter, and I wanted to work with my daughter. No, you wanted to go over there and sabotage Diane. Right. It was the part of the plan that you made when you were talking to Nikki and and Ashley in the beginning. I'm going to go over there, and I'm going to work with her, and I'm going to do this with Diane, and we got to figure out a way to get her out of town. Hey, it just blew up in your face. Yeah, it did. And I don't think even after they find out if there is more to what Diane is doing, like mm-hmm. if she still is lying to them about something, mm-hmm. I don't think that even if that comes out, that they would owe Phyllis an apology because she still did. She still lied to them. Mm-hmm. She still caused all kinds of chaos. So... No, I'm not going to apologize to you because I asked you to not do this for the sake of our relationship, for the sake of you working at that company, and you did it anyway. Mm-hmm. Regardless of regardless of what comes out about Diane, you still did this when I asked you not to. You still lied to me for weeks when I asked you to tell me the truth and be honest. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Nana Rob number eight says Diane kept running to Jack with new information and her past lies every two seconds with her crooked past and doing, but she remains in the fold. She's no better than or different than Phyllis. She's remaining in the fold because Kyle is allowing her to be there. If Kyle say, you know, I'm done, Jack would be done. I really believe that. Jack is only pacifying the situation because of Kyle. Kyle mm -hmm. is the catalyst in this. If Kyle don't cut ties, there's nothing that anybody in that town in that town can do. Right. It, you know. Um I I like Phyllis, but I have to agree with Summer what Summer did. You can't have an employee work for you that's causing trouble, even if she's your mother. I agree with that. That man is coming onto the Jabot property. How can yeah. you even get in the building? My thing is as a, you know, in that C-suite, they should put a message down to security. If you see this guy, he's not allowed in the building. He right. came up there twice. Right. And he keep, he, how many times has he been to um, the Abbott house? I think twice. But then Kyle, uh, Jack told him he's no longer uh, welcome there or whatever. And I haven't seen him at, at Abbott Estate, but he's been showing up at Jabot. It's like, dude, yeah. I mean, security. How y'all letting this dude up to the C-suite? Right. You're not talking about he getting into the mail room or customer service department. He's in the C-suite. <laughs> 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 um, okay, let's see what else we got. Uh, Jack, Kyle, Summer are betraying everyone that Diane is hiding out at the cabin but can't wait till there's more secrets to Diane. I don't think it's more of a betrayal per yeah. se. Do you think that's a betrayal? Not telling everybody what Diane is? Absolutely not. It's none of their business. Mm -mm. Like what business is it of Ashley or Phyllis's or Nikki's or anybody else in that town where Diane is? I think the reason that they Melanie, I think the reason that they're keeping that a secret is because look at all the chaos, the chaos that the evil trifecta have brought on up to this point. So if they tell everybody where she is, it's only going to cause more problems. Yeah. Now, from this point forward, Diane does something she did. Because I understand from what I, I've read or seen in the spoilers that she's supposed to be missing. Mm -hmm. And Kyle is going to be concerned because they're going to go up to the cabin to bring her Christmas presents and stuff like that. And she's going to be M.I.A. Which was stupid. Like, if you guys are going to hide her, then going back and forth to visit her is smart you. because, yeah, because you're going to be, you're, because obviously Stark doesn't believe that they don't know where Diane is. Right. And they, and they even said that they're not sure if, if he's like buying what they were selling. So if you're not sure, then it's probably smart for you to, like for real, stay away from the cabin just in case right. he's watching you guys. Exactly. Exactly. Adita say, why is Diane the only one who has to tell all of her business and secrets, but not Phyllis and Nikki and Ashley? I'm quite sure all of them still have a lot of secrets, not just Diane. Oh no, that's true. Um, if it wasn't for Kyle, Diane would be sent packing. Exactly, Ethel. I mean, he's the again, he's the catalyst in this situation. If once Kyle cut the cord, she's done. 
Jeremy yes. said he was sneaking past security. Ah, okay. So that's how he got up there. All right. So security need to be fired, basically. So, yeah, security needs to be fired <laughs> because how are you not watching all of the, the building? Right. Um, Jeremy said he persuaded security. Oh, yeah, you got to go. Definitely need to be fired. How are you going to, what you going to pay security to let? And for what? Just to get up there to talk to them when you could just Oh my God. Oh yeah. Find them at the bar. If I was Jack, I'd be like, you know what? Um emergency meeting at two PM in the conference room. It's a security and bring your and make sure you bring everything out of your desk. I'm gonna send each of you a box. All right. Um I read in a spoiler somewhere that Jeremy is going to kidnap Diane. Yeah, but the only way he finds that out. Is because they keep going up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it says, I think Jeremy is going to follow Kyle to the cabin. Kyle is his own man and doesn't need protection for his feelings. Nobody can stop him from seeing his mom, Diane. However, Phyllis has issues with Diane. That has nothing to do with Kyle. That's been an issue for years. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mary Hilburn said, there are so many secrets going on on here. What about Tucker? Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. Was that this week that he slept with Audra? That was last week. That was last week. Okay. Yeah. Jeremy popping up like Victor was funny to me. Oh, yeah. That was funny. When he popped up on Phyllis. Oh, yeah. Victor, uh, Victor usually do that. You turn around, Victor standing there with that evil grin. Yeah. Um, Jeremy doesn't seem like he's another Victor, except he's less talked. He does seem like he's another Victor except he's less talkative. Jeremy is a gangster. I expect anything from him. And when Jeremy sneaked on Phyllis, her face was terrifying. Well, hey, she brought him to town. Yep. She brought him to town. Um, yeah, so I don't really feel sorry for her. Nope. She bit off more than she could chew. Yes, she did. Maybe Jeremy and Victoria will marry each other since she loves and admires her daddy so much. Okay. I, I didn't see that one. All right. You know what else doesn't make sense about this um, this whole situation is them so like they're playing to hide they're hiding Diane and their plan mm-hmm. is to try to convince Jeremy that she left town and then to also give him whatever money it is that Diane owed him and I still don't understand why they feel like they need to give this man money like this wasn't some type of legal a contractual um, agreements that him and Diane had between each other that she owed him this money. So, are they they feel the need to pay him so he'll leave Diane alone? Yeah, that's what that is. And that, so that just doesn't pay. make sense. I'm not giving you anything because here's the somebody other thing. like him is going to come back for more. Well, here's the other thing. You he don't even know how much is owed. That man could say, "Okay, yeah, you want to pay me out? All right, it's five hundred million dollars." Yeah, you just gonna say, "Just tell us what you want." That's stupid. It is stupid, and it just that doesn't make sense. No, what, what 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 are you gonna do if I don't give you this money? What are you gonna do if Diane doesn't give you this money? Are you threatening to kill her? Because if that's the case, then I'm going to the police. You just right. got out of jail, and exactly. you're threatening to kill people. So. You can go ahead with your empty threats or, I don't know, empty or not, your threats if you want to, but we taking this to the law. I'm not giving you, you're not going to coerce money out of me or blackmail me or, you know, 
whatever to try to get money out of me or Diane. So, like, what do you want to do here? <laughs> exactly. It's like, dude, I, I, it's just a stupid move. You know, it's like, really? Um, hold on. Jeremy reminds me of Ashlyn Locke. Hmm. Interesting. Ashlyn Locke sounds like a car and artist. I think Victoria and Nate make a pair. You know what? They threw me for a loop with that situation, though. Because originally, I thought they were telling us in the spoilers with Victoria and Nate that when they go on the weekend trips, he was going to try to bring um, Elena with him. Mm-hmm. And Victoria was going to try to talk him out of it and say no. But then when we saw the episode, Elena actually said she can't go because she had to work. I'm like, yeah. really? <laughs> yep, somebody read those spoilers wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the real it was cool. Okay. All right. So did we miss anything or did we cover everything with this whole Phyllis situation? Oh, her getting a job with Daniel. Oh, yeah. She was in. Uh, she didn't even make it to the unemployment office. She went straight from <laughs> be- dealing with uh, Summer getting fired to now working with Daniel over a chance to winners. Yep. You think that's a good move? I guess we'll see. Yeah, we'll um, see. I mean, she doesn't have any reason to cause drama over there because Diane isn't there. So maybe she'll actually like for real do her job and not be so wrapped up in spying on somebody or trying to get somebody in trouble for something yeah you know what i honestly think though i think they're driving that uh phyllis so far deep in this hole that something huge is about to happen with diane which is going to make jack and kyle look stupid i don't know because they're driving phyllis to the brink of this whole thing where she can actually come back and say, really, I told you so. Even though Michael tried to say, I told you so, it's going to bite you in the butt. Yeah, but I- oh, for sure. At, at, the end of, at the end of the day, when all this is said and done with this Diane situation and Jeremy Stark, I fully believe that Diane is going to be there, or Diane is, uh, had a plan to scam them all along and is going to prove Phyllis right. I have no doubt about that. Mhm. Yeah. I just I, it's just frustrating the way Phyllis just will not just let it happen and move on with your life and stop ruining your relationships. Like she's so destructive. She is. She's so destructive. Just just like the way she destroyed her relationship with Nick. She's like she ha- she gets her mindset to something and it's like she tears everything down around her until she gets what she wants. Yeah, it's, it's just not it's 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 unhealthy and it's not even worth it. It's not worth it. Mm-mm. Nope. Um, also, right quick, we need to talk about Tucker and Ashley because mm-hmm. this man is trying to talk her out of staying at Jabot. Yeah, I'm still confused about what his plan is to try to to get Jabot. Like, how does he think that's going to work? I don't know. I, that's that whole divide and conquer thing. And actually, you know, he wants his hand over. And I think even Ashley brought this up this week. You're trying to come in between Devon and his company and me and Jack. And I'm like, well, there's the whole brother versus sister thing he was talking about. So 
I I don't know. I don't know what he wants with her being separate from Jabot. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. I guess it's going to come out. But Tucker is hilarious. I got to give it to the actor. He is just... <laughs> that dude is funny. And he's so chill about it. He even told Phyllis, you know what? You need a zen moment. Yeah, he is pretty hilarious. He is funny. <laughs> All right. I know that they are ready to dive into bold. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, I know that everybody is ready to dive into the bold and the beautiful. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. We forgot. Um, not that it was like anything huge, but um, Noah came clean with Allie about Audra. Yeah. But did you Which hear I'm his glad he did. response, though? What'd you say? Did you hear his response, though? Because she was like, did you kiss her back? And he was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, you know if you kiss that girl back. Yeah, Come he on. did. He kissed her back. I mean, he pushed back. her away eventually, but he did He did kiss her back. He did. He felt something. And then he's like, oh, no, 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 I can't do this. I'm convinced that she's lying about her pregnancy. I feel like that's, I feel like she's lying about that. I feel like she's using that to sympathy. Um, yep, for sympathy to get um, back in like some type of good graces with Noah because he was basically didn't want anything to do with her before she told him that. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. I feel like it's going to come out later that she was never pregnant. Yep, it wouldn't surprise me, girl. It wouldn't surprise me. I honestly think I, the moment she dropped that bombshell, I gave her the side eye on that one mm-hmm. because it's like. How do you? How did you just come out of nowhere with that? And he, she, obviously, she knows that he will have a soft side to that statement, right? So, anywho, all right, I think we covered everything on the young and restless side, right? Yep. Okay, let's move on to the bold and the beautiful. Uh, very interesting week to say the least. We got to see no Thomas this week, and here's the thing before I do the summary, mm-hmm. there was something that said that Ridge was going to have it out with Thomas that he was going to get fired from the company that was going on for the last couple of weeks. We didn't get any of that yet. He's just been non-existent. We didn't see Ridge for a while, and it's been focused around, you know, of course. This thing with Sheila Carter and the whole situation with Brooke and Taylor. Yeah. So, all right. Anywho, let's go ahead and do the summary. We're going to unpack the bold and the beautiful. Sheila, ship, uh, Sheila slipped away <laughs> from the setup. <laughs> uh, Sheila slipped away from being caught. Deacon erased surveillance footage. Brooke and Taylor chose themselves over a relationship with Ridge and have a celebration, which was surprising to Hope and Steffi. All right. Where do you want to go first? We can't forget about Bill and Katie, too. Let's start with them. Go ahead. (laughs) this, This complete shift from Brooke being the love of his life to now needing to be with Katie is just chaotic. Like, this man in the span of a month or two has gone from help me get Katie back 
to you're the love of my life Brooke it's always been you um I need to be with you back to I need my Katie I need to be with my Katie we need to be a family and it's like you need some help (laughs) you just don't want to be alone is what it is and you are I think he's basically he just he's just jumping from woman to woman one woman rejected him so now he's going to go try to go back to the other one and it's pathetic and it's sad and I'm annoyed that Katie yes I think that was yesterday's episode uh-huh is falling for it I'm because she told Carter she was worried about Bill he's the father of my child I'm worried about him and it's like I understand having always having you know those feelings for um, someone that you used to be married to. Um, he's the father of your of your son. Like I get that, but he's. I feel like he's using that as an excuse to get Katie to be close to him. Like he's using the fact that they have a child together and that they used to be married, or she's using that. I'm sorry, as an excuse to, I guess, be there for him in a way that I feel like she doesn't need to be. Like, Bill isn't going through some some hard time right now. He's just mad that he got rejected. Right. And and you're falling for, you know, his little poor me act. Right. Yep, I agree with you on that. Um, I, I, th- I gave a side eye to Katie on that one yesterday because Carter was straight up saying, listen, you know what he's trying to do. And she got, she was like, but I need to see what he wants because, you know, I want to make sure he's okay. And Carter was like, you're not responsible for his emotions or something, he said. And she was like, but I am because I need to make sure he's in a good headspace. You know, he's the father of my son. And I, listen, I understand. I'm him to therapy. Right. He needed to go talk. (laughs) And I mean, he got two grown sons who need yep. who can help him with that. Yes, you two got grown sons. Him. He's got a sister. Yeah, he got he got people who can help him with that. Not you. Yeah, especially the fact that Carter defended you and your honor and what happened, and then you go over there. Come on, I need to make sure he's okay. Right, girl. And from- if I was Carter, I'm like, well, this is a red flag because it sounds like yep. you're always going to put him ahead of anybody. Yep. It's always, Bill is going to be put ahead of, of you if, or if, of me if we do like venture into a relationship because he's the father of your child. That's not healthy. Nope, because every time something comes up, Bill can do the same thing. that Who did that? Victoria used to do that when yep. Lily and Billy first started dating. Something wrong with the kids. Something going on with this. I don't know. He can always do that. Right. Um, And he will. Because you know how manipulative Bill can be. Yep. Um, Aditha said, I think Katie and the Logan sisters have driven Bill crazy. (laughs) Bill needs to forget the Logan sisters and be with Lee. They have been talking about that whole connection for a while. They even tried it. I don't know if they backed away from it, maybe because they didn't see, you know, the on-screen chemistry, but why not? I mean, because they had lunch together. They were making googly eyes at each other, and then it just ended. Yeah. It did just abruptly 
put an X in that one. Yep. Uh, Forrester Creation don't have any designers. Eric is pretty much retired. Riz is the CEO. When when only see Dezende in the credits. They need Thomas. Yeah, they need Thomas. I will say I can tell in the ratings. I can tell in viewership analytics that once that whole Thomas debacle and the wedding thing ended, if it hit a steep cliff. Mm-hmm. You know, because he brought a lot. I got to give him. He, obviously, he's on vacation during this time period, Matt Atkinson, because he was out traveling with his girlfriend and they were going to mountains and everything else. So I can understand he need a break. But you can tell the difference. And a lot of people got bored with the Sheila thing. I was shocked. I guess they're sick and tired of seeing t- Sheila. <laughs> Sheila and her missing toe. I'm missing toe. <laughs> uh, no, I, I so oh. I, I, it was it did start to get boring up until now that they know that she was alive. Now it's starting to I feel like pick up a little pick bit more traction because there's yeah. some movement and it's not just them showing Sheila and Deacon's apartment having right. the same conversation. Right. Gotcha. Um. Bill says, no matter what, Bill will always love Brooke. Yeah, I can say that. Um, Bill was once a devoted husband, couldn't stand Brooke or Donna, and even called them HOEs. And <laughs> maybe I just say 304. Called them 304s. <laughs> and then when Katie supposedly got postpartum and started trying to match, make Brill is what started this. Oh, yeah, that's right, because, mm-hmm. yeah, she did tell um, Brooke to take care of the kids and yeah. Bill. Bill needs to hook up with Lee. They'll be good together. Bill is pathetic, but he's so used to Katie not having a backbone and giving mm-hmm. him a chance after chance once Brooke dumps him. That's a good point. Uh, Katie asked how everything went wrong, and she doesn't remember she started this mess. Okay. Yeah, but how long ago was that? I mean, uh, as old as Will, ain't it? Because uh, yeah. Will's a baby, so it can't it, it can't keep going back to this is Katie's fault because at one point she thought she was not going to make it and asked her sister to take care of her son and her husband. Mm. Yeah, was that stupid? Sure, it was dumb, but after a decade either you want to be with me or you want to be with my sister. And if you have feelings for my sister like that, then you need to completely leave me alone. Right. Yep. Which is what she basically told Bill last time. Like, you're always going to go back to Brooke. So, Bill just needs to, he needs to stop trying to convince Katie that he wants to be with her. Because it's not true. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's not true unless Brooke doesn't want him. Yep. Um, before we move on, guys, if you haven't hit that like button, please hit the like button so we can let YouTube know that, you know, to continue to recommend the content. And if you haven't subscribed already, hit that subscribe button, um, you know, so you can continue to watch and get the content. On the podcast side, I still want to thank my OGs for hanging out with us for three years. I know I talk YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. On the anchor side of the world, I appreciate you for coming back for the last three, almost four years. So, 
I just wanted to put that out there, a little bit of housekeeping right there. Um, okay, what did she say? I really want to build with Lee, but he doesn't derive anything but that stupid necklace. He put, yeah, I wonder why they brought the necklace back. I guess trying to show that he's back to his old ways. I don't know. But the interesting thing about this, unless something is coming up down the wor- wor- uh, down the road in the next couple of weeks, mm-hmm. he put the necklace on early this week to say he it'll make it like he's going dark, right? Mm-hmm. But then at the end of the week, he's crying. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that don't. That, the math ain't mathing right there. It's like you're going to make them go dark and then you turn them into this, unless that's all manipulation, but I don't know. I usually see... I can't see Bill... Can you see Bill using his tears as manipulation? It was it was a little awkward mm-hmm. when he was talking to Katie and was basically begging her to take him back. It was very awkward to see him like that because we're not used to seeing Bill vulnerable or... Mm-hmm teary-eyed it was a little little weird yeah (laughs) it was weird i was like big bad dollar bill spencer the guy that walks around in black clothes all the time and and i'm like what (laughs) (laughs) um okay thomas has been off the grid because he's embarrassed for all of the horrible things he's done to everybody i don't feel sorry him because karma came to him. Is he embarrassed though? Not the way he approached like Brooke last week. Right. He was like, <laughs> he was like, what would he say? How's it going? <laughs> yeah, he walked up in that office like he didn't just they didn't just find out that he framed her for calling CPS. Right. I don't think now, he is embarrassed. Now I mean obviously he's he's not leaving the show so they're gonna Mm -hmm. probably come back with something with him but I don't think it's a redemption it's probably gonna be something where he might go and do something for somebody else take revenge on On for ruining his life or something yes and I mean yeah we'll talk about the whole Ridge thing too um first argument was Bill wanted to drop his sister drop his sisters Brooke and Donna calling them 304s and she wouldn't do it second argument she accused him or nagged him about drinking as though he was a drunk and he wasn't and then Steffi got involved oh I guess she going now through the history of where Katie starts a mess with Bill Mm -hmm. Bill wears the sword necklace for protection I mean protection from what just going to go back to his dark side to be evil again? Yeah, that's a good question. Third argument, he almost got with Steffi because Katie was still nagging him and then Storm's heart, so she stayed with so he stayed with Katie. Fourth argument. <laughs> Katie had postpartum and made several attempts to put them together with candlelight dinners and balloon rides. It worked. And then I guess there's a fifth argument. It's been down here ever since then between Bill and Katie. So Katie has only herself to blame for this mess, postpartum or not. No, absolutely not. <laughs> um, Digi Denny says, hashtag free my boy Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Digi Denny is hilarious. <laughs> um, so yeah, he started a hashtag. Anybody that want to jump on his hashtag, the free Thomas, there you got it. 
So um, I my response to the those arguments for Bill mm-hmm. is again, yes, initially Katie it was Katie's idea to put them together, try to match make them. It mm-hmm. ended up working. Okay. So then after after Bill and Brooke ran their course the first time and Bill decided, Bill and Katie decided to get back together. That at that point, you need to be done with her sister, regardless of whatever the history is. Right. You need to be done with Brooke because you have agreed to get back together with Katie. And if you were not done with Brooke, then just leave Katie alone. Be honest with Katie and tell her, you know what, my feelings are too strong for your sister. This is not going to work. But he doesn't do that. He just, when him and Katie are not together, he tries to convince Brooke to be with him. And when Brooke rejects him, then he wants to run back to Katie. And Katie has finally, she did finally accept that. She finally accepted that Bill will always run to Brooke when Brooke is available. And she told him that. And she said that she's done with it. So Katie isn't the one trying to get back together with Bill right now. Bill is trying to do that with Katie. And Katie is telling him no, because your feelings for my sister are too strong. So this... Like, Katie isn't doing anything wrong right now. I mean, are her feelings hurt? Or were her feelings hurt when she found out that Bill ran over to Brooks when um, her and Ridge got their annulment? Yeah, I'm sure Mm -hmm. she felt some kind of way about it because Bill was literally just the week before that trying to get back together with Katie. But obviously, Katie has accepted that. She has accepted that Bill is always going to be in love with Brooke. And that's why she's rejecting him. So, I mean, there's, I don't know where there's an argument um, in this situation because right now Bill is the one trying to convince Katie to get back together with him. And Katie is saying no, because I know how you feel about my sister. So Honey Smile 320 says Bill is manipulative. He made Katie think him sleeping with Brooke was in her head. And so Liam forced Brooke to be honest um thomas always runs away he'll pop up one of these days bill just crying because he has to come across as a winner he doesn't really want katie he just doesn't want to not have either brooke or katie if brooke even (laughs) if brooke even farts in his direction he's coming (laughs) that's funny Brooke and Bill were done, but then Katie started accusing him of wanting her sister again and him being a drunk again, and she even threw her ring at him, telling him to take it to Brooke, and he does. She followed him to Brooke, and they were in the bedroom getting ready to get busy. Then she was screaming like a banshee about him going to Brooke and giving him the ring. I remember that. That's that's old school. Um, Katie learned a lesson to choose herself when she found him kissing his sister. Brooke could have learned a lesson from a long time ago. She should have told Bill no over the phone. And then uh, Shanda Metlin. Welcome, Shanda. Shanda. I love Brooke, but no matter how Katie pushed them together, she should have not crossed the line with her sister's husband. Bill is losing his mind and... Katie drove Bill crazy. Bill is the mess he's in now because of Katie. Wow. So there's mixed opinions. I mean, you know, it's mixed mixed opinions in there about who started where and who did, you know. So 
Bill is an adult and he needs to take accountability for his own actions and his own feelings. This is not on Katie. It's not on Katie and it's not on Brooke. He has made the decisions that he has made in his life on his own. Yeah. Um, I, I just, the whole sister thing, just like there's, you know, this whole thing out here where um, women have where they don't sleep with their friends' exes. Mm-hmm. Or sisters don't sleep with their friends' exes. I just think I, this that's the one thing about this show is that, and, and you know, I'm not, I'm a soap fan. I'm not a Logan versus Forrester, this, that, and the third. I look at both sides. But I will say, from what I've noticed, that besides maybe, was it Katie? Well, no, because Katie was with Thorne. Katie, Bill, I don't know. I don't know. Nick. He's, she was with Nick, too. Yeah. Those three ladies have been, I guess, circulating between the guys on the show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they've either all been married to the same guys, been with the same guys, whatever. So, it's there. I mean, it's it's just an interesting dynamic when it comes to <laughs> the bold and the beautiful. I guess because the cast is so small, and they refuse to bring on other people. You know what I'm saying? So they just kind of like rotate. It seems. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like there uh, used to be more characters back in the day. On the show, I mean, when Thomas was gone. Then we have Maya and her family. We don't even see that family anymore. Then they brought Zoe and and Paris. We don't see much of Paris. Zoe gone. You know yeah. they rotate folks in and out. The core Marcus. people, Marcus, yeah. right? The core people of the show is the three Logan girls and Ridge and Steffi and mm-hmm. Eric because Taylor just got back to town. And Thomas just got back the last few years, because mm-hmm. he was over in in um, overseas international. So, yeah. so I, I hold on. It says Brooke is human. Also, her husband had left her. Katie was practically forcing her husband Bill onto her, who knew he may lose his wife. They were both hurting and in pain. Everybody is about Katie's feelings. What about their feelings at the time? Brill didn't ask for that. All three of them are at fault. They crossed lines that they shouldn't have crossed. This soap opera, now I agree with Jenna, and I think that's what we're talking about. This soap opera needs more cast members. It's Mm -hmm. boring because they don't have enough. Brooke Ridge and Eric are just not enough. And they're the main core. Yeah, I agree. Because when Steffi is on maternity leave, because we've had hope come and go. We mm-hmm. had Steffi come and go because Jacqueline, you know, she had her kids. Um, Taylor's popping in and out. You know what I'm saying? The only people that's been consistently on the show is Ridge, Eric, and Brooke. Yep. Because last year, we didn't even see, for a while, we didn't see uh, Eric and Quinn. Yeah. And then they brought Quinn's situation back with that whole thing with Carter. And then we didn't see Bill for a while. Yep. Yeah. It was, I feel like it went months without seeing Bill. Right. It felt like anyway. 
you know, I'm like, dude, I hope they, you know, these people, that's why a lot of these folks from this show end up going to do other projects because it's just not enough. You know what I'm saying? At least on The Young and the Restless, they rotate different storylines. So people get a little bit of a, a bite at the apple. You know what I mean? Right. But wish... what? But Bold, they focus, like they spent months focusing on Steffi, Hope, and, and Liam. Years. Yeah. Yep. They brought Finn in. We was happy. They bring Taylor back. And we spent the last nine months or so with this whole thing with, um, you know, uh, Ridge, Taylor, and Brooke, you know, and it's like, y'all got to come up with some more storyline. Yeah. I don't blame Courtney Hope for going over to Young and the Restless because it was like eventually she was going to be phased out too. Yeah, and that's one of the aspects of the show I miss is that that rival rivalry with another fashion Biz- house. Right, with another business. It's a fashion house. I'm like, do anybody work? Liam don't never work. He's always at Forrester. <laughs> always in everybody else's business. Oh, he's either babysitting Brooke like he did for the last five months. And then he's at Forrester keeping an eye on Hope and Thomas. And now that's over. He's still over at Forrester. I think I only seen one time when he was in conversation with Bill about something going on at Spencer. It's like, do you really work at Spencer? Right. Like, now that's what Phyllis should be saying about do somebody have a job? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of worry about Adam being at work, does Liam work? Right. Um, and poor Wyatt is just almost non-existent. He pops up once every three months. I know, but the for thing a scene. Is, I will say that uh, that what is his name in real life? I forgot. Darren, Darren Brooks. Um, Brooks, yeah. Yeah, he's 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 got other projects. That dude is on is it Amazon not Amazon or Netflix, one of those streaming services where they have um an actual uh series going on. Mm-hmm. So he's doing some stuff. He's like, shoot, y'all don't want to put me on bold beautiful on gold and beautiful, and y'all only giving me once every two months. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, they definitely like to keep it in the family. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. Digidini on um, Bold and Beautiful. That has got to be awkward as heck knowing that everyone else knows what people are working with between the sheets. <laughs> um, the saddest thing about this is that they are not letting the next generation have any storylines. We used to have Jackie Maroney, we had Spectra. Where did all of that go? I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I'd like to see RJ back too. Yeah, why not bring back RJ and Coco? Remember yeah. Coco? Why would they put Eric with Donna when he could have had a fabulous story with Quinn? I honestly think Quinn and Eric were great together. Yeah, I did like them together. I think they were great together. Quinn was such a good actress. Yes, she was. I miss Quinn. Quinn kept them ladies on their toes, didn't she? She did. <laughs> oh my gosh, she kept them she ladies. She was fun. She was fun. Uh, I think it's Hallmark. I don't know. Oh, okay. It's the Hallmark. Okay, gotcha. Um, they that? need to um, wear Darren Brooks. Um, they need to have Ridge wandering into the streets going with, oh, 
going with 304s who's still in <laughs> what? Okay. I wish Brad Bell would have more characters cross over, shake up the storylines for Y&R. Chelsea is a fashion designer. She could work for Forrester Creations. Phyllis and Bill would be a fun dynamic. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Could you imagine those two? Girl, Phyllis with Bill. <laughs> that would be scary. But they that, would be that would be, that would be a fun couple to see together. Oh my God. I would honey smile, that was a good one. I would like I I would be interested in that. Phyllis and Bill. I would even be interested in Adam and Hope. <laughs> Adam and Hope. Oof. Yeah, to bring out that feisty side. They won't put her with Thomas, so at least put her with Hope. I mean, put they won't put her with Thomas. At least put her with Adam. Man, Why not? no, that would definitely be different. I'm trying to picture those two together, though. Could you picture Adam and Steffi together? Oh yeah, I could picture those two together. Could you picture Finn and Hope together? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I feel like Finn has kind of the same personality as Hope does. Mm-hmm. Would it be fun to watch? I don't know. <laughs> but I could picture the two of them together just because they're they have similar, like very calming, um, sweet, easygoing kind of personalities, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Vicky. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say I was gonna say Allie and Allie and Thomas. I don't know about that one. No. Mm-mm. Oh no, Allie and Thomas. Mm-hmm. How about how about Thomas and Sal? Uh, uh, Thomas and Summer. That would be an interesting uh, match, especially the old Summer. You don't like the new Summer with Thomas? No, um, I mean, yeah, that would be an interesting match too. But I think the old Summer and Thomas mm-hmm. would go to would go together more because the old Summer was. A little more fiery mm-hmm. and spirited than mm-hmm. the new summer. The new summer kind of reminds me of Hope. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, she's the opposite of Hunter King. Yeah. Um, and then I'm gonna we gotta keep because we girl we be naming folks all day. I know. One other person. I mean, I know Audra is new on the scene, but I wouldn't mind seeing Thomas and Audra. Yeah, that'd be a good one. And they both schemers anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um. Okay. So Nick, hold on. One more. Okay. Nick and Donna. Nick and Donna. Yeah. Girl, no. Donna runs circles around Nick Newman. You think he, so? uh, Sally is running circles around Nick Newman? Donna is nowhere near comparable to Sally's personality, though. No, no. Donna is a goofball. I Been feel so- like. Mm. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. One more. Oh my God. Now maybe I have to create a whole new video for this one. Yeah. Brooke and Jack. Ooh. I like that one actually. Brooke and Jack. Yeah. Ooh, Phyllis would be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brooke and Jack would sound very, very interesting. Or Brooke and Tucker. Brooke and Tucker? This new Tucker? 
Mm-hmm. New Tucker. I don't know. I think I'll put Tucker with Taylor. They they have uh I yeah I could see that because they have similar like they're quirky. The, yes, yes. They tur- they were very quirky. Oh, somebody said they agree. Uh, oh wait, man, we got some. Um, Sheila should win the Emmy. Yes, she should. Yeah. Um, Donna would be good with Tucker. Brooke and Jack would be perfect for each other. Sharon is always going to be with Nick. I forgot about Sharon. Man. I feel like that has run its course. Um, Finn and Hope. Somebody said yes to that. Brooke and Phyllis Field would be fresh. Nick and Taylor. What about Nick and Taylor? Nick and Taylor? I don't know about Nick and Taylor. Yeah, I don't, I don't really see that matchup. What about Nick and Steffi? Nah. Nick and Steffi? Mm-hmm. I don't know about that one. I would like that one. Um, Donna used to be on Y&R as Grace. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Didn't mm-hmm. Nick sleep with her? I don't know. Did she? I think she did. I think oh, they what about together. this? What about Bill and Victoria? I could definitely see. Well... Yeah, because she's that girl is ruthless. Victoria is ruthless in business. Yeah. Were they together when he was on Wyatt? Oh no, wait, he was with Ashley, not not Victoria. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're talking about when he played Brad. When he was Brad, yeah. I can see Bill and Victoria and I Victoria. Could I, I could definitely see, see those two. Because she's just as ruthless as he is. I feel like they just need to make one big story. They, they just need to mix all the characters. They should. They should have, like, because, I mean, you got Jaboa's cosmetic. Newman is in so many different things. And then you got um, Forrester is in fashion, which could coincide, of course, with Lauren and Finmore and Chancellor Winters with the media. If yep. they did one week, they go, I don't I know. I need a month. You need a month? Give me a month of it. <laughs> Everybody got private jets, so it wouldn't be an issue. People flying back and forth to being seen together, like because I, I know one of the things people would probably say, "Well, they live in two different states." But mm-hmm. I mean, these people are billionaires. Yeah, I mean, they can make it where they they all meeting up at a convention. Maybe send them back to Monaco. They all interact. They end up having some connections. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome, but that probably cost CBS a lot of money. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the like they thinking. Work. Somebody said that Phyllis versus Steffi would be good. Also, could you imagine Phyllis Ooh, going yeah. up against Steffi? That would be a good one. Yeah, it's or if said, Quinn was still there, Phyllis and Queen going against yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah, you know so many possibilities. You notice we did. What about putting Nikki with Eric? Nikki and Eric. I feel like Eric is more her speed, for sure, because he's not he's not vindictive like Victor is. Right. Oh Lord, girl! Uh, listen, we went on a whole tangent. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to think, did I miss anybody? Mm. Uh, let me see. Anybody for um Lily? Oh yeah, we forgot about Lily. Mm. Carter. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Carter and Lily. Yes. Fire. Yes. Absolutely. Carter and Lily. Yep. I like that. And what about Billy? Would you put Billy with Steffi? I don't know. She she would be hmm. so tired of him because he just don't know what to do. Yeah. I could see that being a a, a fun fling, mm-hmm. kind of like Phyllis and Billy were, which mm-hmm. I mean, I think they were together for a, a good period of time. But I don't know if I could see them being a long-term thing. Honey, Honey Smile 320 says nope to Lily and Carter. No? I, I like Lily and Carter. Why? I like she it. doesn't like it. I don't know. Uh, Aditha said Lily and Carter would be perfect. They would. I like Lily with Carter. Would you put Devon with Paris? No. <laughs> no, Devon seems to... Paris needs to be with somebody around her age. Oh, yeah, but who's our age on the show? On Young and the Restless? Um, Noah. Nobody. Oh, Noah. Noah feels like he's kind of in the, the younger tier. Yeah. Um, That's it. Other young guys around. A lot of young, what about Kyle? Yeah, I guess Kyle would be in that, that age bracket a little kind of. Yeah. I don't know if I'd see the two of them together because mm-hmm. Noah, I look at Noah as being, he's artsy and Paris comes off as very artsy to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Girl, this is hilarious. Somebody said Billy with Taylor because he needs a therapist. <laughs> and then Digi Denny said Sheila with Thomas. <laughs> oh, no, Lord, no. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I would put Sheila with Ashlyn Locke. Yeah. Yeah, yep. that would be a good one. Kyle and oh, that's a good one. Honey smile said Kyle and Hope. Yeah, that would be well. And I okay. sorry, yeah, yeah. But I could. Could you see Liam and Summer? I can see Liam and Summer because the current Summer reminds me of Hope in a way. Yeah, Liam and Summer would be good. Yeah, I'm, I I would be okay with Liam and Summer. What about um, Sharon? Sharon and other who? show for Sharon. Sharon and Ridge. Sharon, Sharon and Ridge. Sharon and Ridge. Okay. I can see Sharon and Ridge. Yeah, I can see that too. But you know, she's another therapist, so hopefully, she you know he won't do like he did with Tay. <laughs> what about <laughs> um? What about Rick and Chelsea? Rick, Rick who? Forrester. Rick Forrester and Chelsea? No. Mm-hmm. No? Mm-mm-mm. Listen, somebody said themselves and Carter. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we all want that one. <laughs> we all want Carter. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would, you know, every time I think about that, Lily and Carter would be fire. They absolutely, yeah, they need to go on, go on and move Carter over to YNR because they are not doing him that man can't find nobody. He I would sure even can't. what would you say Carter and Chelsea? Carter and Chelsea. I I think that could work because I feel like Carter has such a a sweet personality. 
mm-hmm. very understanding, very empathetic, um, and nurturing. So I think that would that would be good for Chelsea. Okay. Okay. I would prefer Lily, but you know who else we could put together? And I don't know if they dated. Deacon and Phyllis. Oh. Yeah, that's also a good one. I know Deacon dated Nikki. Yeah. But Deacon and Phyllis. Yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah. Um, I could see Chance with Hope. Yes. Chance with Hope. Abby. Abby. Who would I put Abby with? Abby and Thomas? Hmm. Abby and I don't know Wyatt. if I see that one. How about Wyatt? Wyatt, yes. Abby and Wyatt. Yeah, I, I like that one. Okay. I think, is that everybody? I think we didn't swap everybody, right? For the most part. Well, I mean, we haven't done Nate. Oh, I forgot about Nate. I don't know about Nate. Nate and Katie. I can't picture that one. Okay. Who would you put Nate with? Um, I would either say, oh, somebody said God. that Deacon and Phyllis did date. They had trash sex. <laughs> <laughs> Not trash sex. Yeah. <laughs> somebody shipped Brooke and Taylor together. <laughs> I mean, after this week. Yeah. Um, um, I don't, I would say either Hope for Nate mm-hmm. or Donna. I could see Donna and Nate. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we covered everybody. We're going to leave Victor and Nikki alone. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I tried to put Nikki under Eric, but that's about it. Elena and Finn. Elena and Finn? Mm hmm. How about Elena and Carter? Yeah, that won't work too. I don't know. They might be boring together. Elena I see Carter. them better with Lily. Yeah, I would, I I like him better with Lily as well. But I think Elena and Finn would be a good match. Mm-hmm. I'll put Diane with Bill. I don't see that. You you would or wouldn't? I don't. You I don't. would say either Diane and Eric. Hmm. Um. Or. Diane and Nick Maroney. I know Nick isn't like present on the show right now, but just think right. of, you know, all the other characters. Gotcha. Um, okay, I'm trying to make sure I didn't swept through everybody to see. Nikki, Victoria, Nick. Uh, 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 okay, I think we covered everybody. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of nobody else. Oh, Tracy. Tracy and Eric. Tracy, yes. I can see Tracy and Eric. They would be the sweetest little couple. Yes, they would. Yes, they would. Tracy and Eric. Mm. Yep, okay. That's it. All right, cool. Let's jump into this whole thing with Brooke and Taylor and Ridge coming back. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> I don't think he knew what to expect because they, you know, because we know what 
Brooke told him to do to go off and do some self-reflecting and then mm-hmm. to make a choice. And then the ladies came together earlier this week and they was like, eh, I don't think we need to put that choice in his hands. We need to put that choice in our hands. Right. And so, excuse me. All right. Because, I mean, that whole scene where they high-five themselves and they um, told Brooke, I mean, told Ridge, look, you know what? We're we're choosing ourselves. We don't have to do this with you. Goodbye, Ridge. It's over. They mm-hmm. walked out. They were like sisters. That was history. Yes, it was. Because they've been fighting for 30 years. Yep. Over the same dude. I mean, Ridge got kids with both of them. He got RJ with Brooke. He got Steffi, Phoebe, and Thomas with Taylor. Mm-hmm. And they just been back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, you know. And I was looking at the comment section, Facebook, all across our platforms. And, yeah, it was uh, it was big talk over the week. The only yeah. issue that I have with this is that as much as it's a feel-good moment, the only thing is, it's like, okay, how long is that going to last? Right. You know that's, what what, that's what was in the back of my mind the whole time watching it, too. Hold on. Somebody is dropping bad things. I got to block somebody. Okay. This is ridiculous. Okay, he was blocked. That's, the, that's disgusting. Why would you come over here? What was they doing? Well, they're dropping words that shouldn't be dropped, but he's blocked. Oh, my gosh. Okay, good. I'm glad he was blocked. Let me delete. See if I can delete the comment. Okay, he's blocked. Add him to the block list. Okay. Um, anywho. Yeah, this whole thing, that triangle went on for so long. They had a feel-good moment. They celebrated with cake and, you know, and all of this and put Ridge out the pasture. But how long is that going to last? Because here's the thing. At the end of the day, it's a soap opera. So they have to come up. What it, Unless we go into a totally different direction mm-hmm. with a storyline. Or is Ridge going to say, you know what? I make a choice. I love you. And the only reason that I think that they left that door open is when Brooke told the girls when they came over there, if Ridge want to be with us, that's fine. If Ridge don't want to be with us, that's fine. That whole statement was like, okay, they left that door open. Don't, what do you think? Yeah, I I feel like they kind of left it up in the air too, even though they're saying like we're choosing ourselves. I feel like this is only going to last for a few weeks and then something is going to happen and I feel like it's going to be, I feel like Brooke is going to break before Taylor does. I feel like um, they're going to go back to one of them or maybe both of them are going to try to convince Ridge to be with one or the other. I don't know if it's going to be so much as them saying pick me or you need to make a choice as it's as it's going to be them, you know, just casually being around each other and starting the flirting back up or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just, I don't have a good feeling that this is going to last. 
Um, so it's nice in the moment. And I really wish that they would build a friendship between the two of them because it was really good to see. Um, I just don't, I don't have faith that, that it's going to last because it also had an effect on Steffi and Hope. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they had a good moment with each other. It, it causes them to get along when their mothers get along. So, yeah, I hate that. I, I feel mean, like this I, is just a little bone they're tossing out to us, and they're going to snatch it back. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Um, it was a good exercise, but if Brooke takes him back by Christmas, this is nothing more than Belle using Taylor to finally end it so that Ridge can only have Brooke to choose. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great that they dumped Ridge, but a part of me wishes it was Hunter in that historic moment. Hunter Tylo. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, in other words, they somebody's saying by Christmas. Now, Jenna said that they were <laughs> planning to go in a different direction, but Bell made the writers change it. Oh, great. Um, we don't get to know who Ridge chose because Taylor made the choice for him. Vicky said, I don't believe either of the women. I don't either. I just don't see this long term. I mean, just yeah. for the purposes of a soap opera, it's not going to stay. They're not going to stay like this forever. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely skeptical of it. I, what I really hope, well, I'll wait for the flip. Okay. Sabrina says, scene, the scenes came across as fake. I thought it was it was unrealistic to me. Now, I'm not saying that it shouldn't have happened because I think it's a great thing when people decide to make a decision to remove themselves from something that's not a benefit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Especially if you've been going through this cycle back and forth and back and forth. And they all got their issues, all three of them. Yeah. But the thing is, is that it was like, we're friends and let's play patty cake and we're gonna eat yes. cake, love each other and oh my and it's just like ease into it <laughs> yeah that, it. i feel the same way they they went a little over the overboard with it yeah they went over the top with that whole thing and it's like can't y'all ease into it saying hey we've came to an agreement we're going to build upon what we found with each other but they made it from being arch enemies to being Best girlfriends, mm-hmm. BFFs. And that's just not realistic to me. No, not at all. You know, but is it a feel-good moment? Yeah. Is it a good moment to say, you know what? We can't keep going through this vicious cycle. We need to do something different. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Um, let's say Brooke came. Brooke will cave into Ridge first. Yeah, that, now that's the next question. Who going to give me in first? It's absolutely going to be Brooke because she obviously cannot live without Ridge. And I've seen the Christmas pictures for this uh, upcoming week and Taylor and Steffi and Thomas is not, unless they're not there yet, they're mm-hmm. not at the Forest House celebrating, but Ridge and Brooke is there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Remember this show is about Eric and Ridge and the two families, but Brooke, it won't change. They did this to please the Taylor fans and the Thomas fans. They got a lot of blowback off of this story, and none of this has been good for Belle. 
Let's talk about Christmas pictures. We have Eric Ridge, Logan, and the Logans, period. Yeah, I mean, I, why did you bring Taylor back? For what? You you brought them, you brought her back to go back and forth with Brooke. They get down to December, and now she they're walking away from Brooke. I mean, from Ridge. So where does Taylor go from here? Is she going to get back into a fight? Is she going to stick around? Is she leaving the show again? Or are they going to try to bring in another? They need to bring another dude in. That's exactly what they need. Either bring Finn's dad back and hook those two up. Or, yes, they need to introduce a new guy. Bring some fresh guy. I mean, if, okay, if they bring Thorne, that's cool. But bring a new guy back. Now, I hope that don't mean that they would have Brooke and Taylor fight over the new guy. Because then we're back at square one. Right. Because they was like, we should never have to imagine over a man and all of this stuff. And if you bring a new guy in there and they now have a rivalry for the new guy, we're back at square one. Just a different dude. Yeah. Um, Bell made a big mistake by this, but he'll have his way. There's not, That is why the story didn't make sense. Send Taylor to Genoa City and help Chelsea. Maybe they should give her a switch and send Taylor over there. She would get more traction there i agree with that but i also don't like that that would mean back to being the only female forester or the only female in her family to be Mm -hmm. on the show and that was one of the things that i that we've talked about previously is how steffi has nobody but her dad and her brother and her brother she can't even depend on half the time Mm mm-hmm so yeah. if they remove Taylor, then she's back to it basically just being, you know, of course, outside of her husband. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't have a support system like Hope has. Like Hope has her both her aunts mm-hmm. and her mom there. And Steffi has none of that. And I, so I wish, again, that they would bring back, you know, at least one of her aunts. In addition, yeah, to one of um Stephanie's and Eric's daughters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just alleviated that whole side of the family. They really did. Like they're never around. Like nope. even um even uh Bridget comes back every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, you yeah. got Katie, Bridget, Hope, uh, Donna, and Brooke. They yep. all have that whole family support system, whereas basically with Thomas now out on the outside, Steffi just got her husband. Right. Because if Ridge go back to Brooke, he's back over there on the other side. Right. So, yeah, maybe she needs to keep Taylor around at, in, in L.A. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's my my main reasoning for not wanting Taylor to switch soaps. Steffi just she needs somebody else then yeah um but I just as much as I'm like dang why bring the fans on an emotional high when you do know that eventually unless hey I could be wrong maybe they're gonna keep Ridge out of the mix for a while I don't know there's rumors and speculations some folks say he ain't going nowhere some folks say he is I don't know yeah um but 
if you're going to keep Ridge out of the mix, you better make one heck of a storyline. And this whole Sheila thing is coming to a head because we still haven't talked even about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but do I think it was a good moment for them to look at their life and say, look, we got to do something different. This isn't working. We keep going back and forth over the years, over the same thing. Yes. So I'm agreement with that. Yeah. Um. But that whole overdoing it of, you know, we're going to go and ride out into the sunset and, you know, the hugging and, oh, my God. And, I mean, I granted, they gave them the accolades of what they appreciate about each other. I did like that scene. Like, she was like, you're a healer. You know, I yeah. like the fact that you get up every day and take care of people. And then Taylor says, I think you a bad ass or whatever yeah you know all of that so they really gave them each other some form of um you know to show their accolades and what they see as positives in each other okay cool but the rest of that is like mm, how long is this gonna last that's the only thing that it came about like, how long is this gonna last you know right so i'm hoping that maybe they give it to us for a while but eventually, we should all know that the bottom is going to fall out of that. Yeah, and that's what I'm not looking forward to. No, not at all. Um, the only I feel like the only way they could keep that from happening is if they introduce a new female rival for Brooke. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, that she has to go against when it comes to Ridge. Let me ask you this question right quick. Um, do you find that Finn and Steffi are boring? Because somebody, dro- Digi Denny dropped that in the chat. And there's a couple of people that's actually saying that those two are boring together. Boring? Um, I mean, I don't think they're any more boring than, I don't know, Hope and Liam or Eric and Donna. I think they have the best, the better love scenes. Mm-hmm, they do. I, I agree with that. But I think, I think maybe, in my opinion, Finn just isn't around enough. Like, he's not around as much as Liam is around. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like mm-hmm. he shows up here and there. He's not like a steady, um, a steady character that we see every single week with a story, you know, some type of storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I mean, you can only do so much, I guess. Yeah, I honestly think Hope and Liam are boring. That's why I was hoping that they figured out a way to put her with Thomas into this whole CPS mess. Yeah. But um, I honestly think that Thomas could have brought out the wild side in Hope. Because I know it's there. It's there. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why Steffi brought out the wild side in Liam. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So putting two like Hope and Liam together, they're cute. They're comfortable. They're cozy. They just don't give them enough fire to me. Yeah. I agree with that. And with Steffi and Finn, they have great love scenes together. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. He seems kind of borderline in Liam when it comes to how, because Steffi pretty much is like telling him what to do. <laughs> she does. She tells him what to do, you know. And I mean, this man is a doctor and all of that. Now he was like telling Steffi, like, "No, nah, my mama is alive, so we gonna we gonna go in and, and do this." 
But yeah. um, I don't know. I, they just need to bring a little bit of a spark. I mean, that whole thing with Bill and Steffi was fire. Bill and Steffi was fire together. They they were, but I just I it was just I always felt like it was gross. <laughs> oh, okay, got you. Um, and then I don't know. I like I said, Steffi brought out the fire in Liam too. But other than that. That's, I haven't really seen any hot love scenes like what we get on The Young and the Restless. Yeah. It's just not true. there. So. Yeah, you're right. Um, uh, somebody said Paris and Thomas would be good together. They tried it. They just didn't, they didn't follow continue. through. They didn't follow through with it. Yeah, because I think that was when she was still dating Zenday when they right. tried putting a little spark there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wish that they would have just so after her and Carter broke up, I wish that they would have tried it again because I, I mean, I wouldn't have minded seeing that one work out mm-hmm. because it would have taken Thomas out of the, the whole obsession with Hope um, mm-hmm. situation. Like, I don't know why they just won't move on from that. Yeah, but, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's just old, it's tired. Yeah, it is. When you redeem the character, you brought him back. He's now working at Forrester. He got his son back, and then you make him obsessed, and then the whole CPS call, and now he's back in the dungeon again. Right. It's like, come on. And like Jenna said, this show would be a lot better if Bell would just let the writers alone and let them write. This story would have turned out better if Bell would have just stayed out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because there's enough drama there with. The custody thing with um they could have went Douglas. that route. Right. Yeah, they didn't need to to add in the CPS stuff and him interfering with, you know, his dad's marriage and all that kind of stuff. I feel like that would have or I feel like it easily could have organically happened for Ridge and Brooke to break up just based based off of the drama of the custody issue. Mm-hmm. Like that would that would have been easy to do. It didn't need any push from Thomas setting up a fake CPS call. Yeah. Yeah, that custody thing would have been huge. They tried to do that with the whole thing with um, Katie and Thorne, remember? Mm-hmm. When he was trying to, I guess, adopt and he wanted to keep Bill out of Will's life and all of that. That that thing was crazy. Yeah, we don't even ever see. You know how much we see issues and court situations on the young and the restless. We hardly ever get that on bold, and that would have been huge to say, you know, hey, you know what, he's doing well. I'm going to fight for custody now. I want to change or amend the, you know, the agreement. Right. That would have been great drama. You know what I'm saying? And then the other thing. I would say would have been interesting is bring Caroline back. If you can bring mm-hmm. Adam, Diane, and who else came back from the dead? Sheila Carter. You can bring Caroline back too, even if you got to recast her. How though? I, I guess with that one, it would be a little more difficult because hers was a terminal illness death and not an accident. So I don't know how would they explain well, that. Well, the same way they did with Amanda or whatever. What was it where, was it Amanda? Not Amanda. It was somebody that came back. Well, I mean, okay, Adam was burned alive in a car with uh, with Billy. 
it's always easy though to explain away an accident. Well, I mean, they she could have said that we oh well, Finn, Finn well, Finn was shot. Okay, so I was gonna say maybe we thought that and we told everybody that she had this. There's a way to write themselves out of that. Yeah, but yeah, that would throw a huge monkey wrench into that situation between Hope and Thomas and Douglas's custody. For sure. It would mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. I hated that they that they killed killed quote unquote Caroline off. I would have preferred it just being her and Thomas broke up for whatever reason. Right. Um just so her character didn't go away. Like which then I guess they would have had to explain well why would she leave her son? But yeah, well they they trying to finagle in why Diane left hers. Yeah. <laughs> so all right, so let's move on right quick quickly, and then we got to do the two segments and close the show because we've been uh we've been going now for about uh, two hours and twenty six minutes. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, with Deacon, <laughs> Deacon. Well, first of all, he was harboring a fugitive. Second of all, now he's probably going to get in trouble for obstruction. Yeah. Because you eliminated camera footage. I'm just, at this point, it's like, Sheila, just go out of town. I like Sheila. She's funny. I like um, Kimberlyn Brown. She's one heck of an actress when it comes to this and being a villain. But it's like, where else you gonna go with this? Either she gonna end up in jail or she gonna escape again. Okay. Yep. What do you think? I think she's gonna escape again. Of course she is. Yeah, I I feel like she's maybe she's gonna leave the country or something, but I feel like it's definitely gonna be an escape and not a not her being jailed. Yeah, I, is she gonna escape? The Sheila Carter character is that that woman don't have nine lives. She got as many lives as she wants. Right. <laughs> Seriously. Many lives as she wants. The girl just won't go away. So, I mean, well, and she bounced between both soaps. Yeah, she has. But the the back the blowback on this whole thing for Deacon is when this all come out, he's another character that's gonna lose everything, including the relationship with his daughter. Yeah, so I, that's what that's probably the one thing that I I don't know how they're gonna spin spin it to where Deacon won't end up going back to jail unless this character is leaving the show. Mm-hmm. Like, how can you talk your way out of that? Right, exactly. Legally. You can't really. Yeah. I mean, he's in trouble. Somebody Janice says Deacon is hot. <laughs> Deacon is hot. Or uh what's his real name? Sean Canon. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he does a lot of martial arts stuff too. Yeah, I saw him on I watched Cobra Kai. Um and I saw him on this this current season of Cobra Kai as a martial a former martial artist. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. What is that? Somebody says they could, oh, if they wanted to bring Caroline back, they could say Thomas had her captive somewhere. 
but then that uh, will put Thomas back. That in makes the, him look even worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be something that Thomas did to her to cause her to disappear. Which I don't believe that that would be the case anyway, because her moms would, they would be all over that. Like if there was any clue that Thomas was some kind of dangerous individual, they mm-hmm. wouldn't let him leave New York. Right. That That's true. Um, Mary says, unless Deacon do something heroic and save someone, then he will be forgiven. Yeah, I mean, his way out is just to turn her in. Yeah. But and even he's going to have to answer some questions or he make a deal. Yeah. And even yeah. if he is forgiven by Hope, there's still the legal aspect of it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He would have to make a deal. Yeah. He would be like, look, can you give me a plea deal? If I tell you and know everything, you're going to have to plead me out. A deal, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the easiest way for them to write this, off, write this whole thing off is that Sheila just she she just escapes. She just goes away. That's the only they're way. Not, and they're not dealing with the police. Yep, and then Deacon can just keep quiet and just live his life. Right. That's the only way that he could write. You know, stop bringing this woman back if you're not <laughs> going to, you know, it, it, that's how she keep coming and going because she's never redeemed. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that she should be, but what are you going to do with a character that always is hemmed up in the corner with being evil? Right. You know what I'm saying? So all she's going to end up doing is just hightailing out of there. From what I understand, Kimberlyn Brown is still on contract. So where she, yeah. what are they going to do with this? Yes. Yeah, I mean, just have her do, they can have her be vindictive and mean and, you know, a schemer without making it illegal. Right. Just like they've they've been able to do that with Phyllis. Just have her have her have her under people's skin a different way. That way there's not always the aspect of her having to run from the law. Mm-hmm. Trying to you know create unrealistic situations to keep her in the story. Somebody said when is it gonna come out that Thomas knew what Sheila did to Brooke and his sister? I don't think it will. Because Ridge knows about that. He was the one that said, we're not going to say anything. Yeah, they decided to keep it quiet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. So at, at this point, it doesn't matter. The only person I feel like that would be, I don't know, kind of looked down on would be mm-hmm. Ridge for keeping it a secret. Right. Yeah, but the thing is, is that you know, all this, because I know this is a conversation we had back in April, and I made a highlight of that on one of the recaps that I did this week with Finn. When Finn, when Steffi wanted to chase after Sheila when she ran into her in the bathroom, which was stupid on Sheila's part, number one, to go back into Il Giardino, and number two, to have an open-toed, peep-toe shoe. Right. With with a missing <laughs> toe. Um... Uh, Steffi wanted to run after her and Finn was like remember the last time when you ran after (laughs) Sheila and that goes right back to what I've been saying for the last what 10 months Uh, uh, 8 months is that Steffi shouldn't have ran up behind Sheila in the alley 
you could have just, when you saw Thomas leave, you got the information, you should have left. Your husband only got there because he tracked you down in the face of Sheila. And even Finn said it not once, but twice this week. You remember what happened when you ran up on Sheila? I was like, there you go. <laughs> Still doesn't absolve Sheila from the choice of shooting two people. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't absolve her from shooting her, but if she wasn't there in the first place, there would be nothing to shoot. So. No, that's I. I can't. I cannot reason. I can't make that reasoning and justification for it. To blame it on somebody else deciding to confront a, another individual, who then decides to take deadly force against two people, like mm-hmm. that's a. I don't. I, I Man, if that was me, and I, can't I overheard. If I overheard my brother having a conversation about what happened with that booze. First of all, I'm going to come after my brother. Like, what the French toast were you doing colluding with Sheila? I ain't mm-hmm. finna fight the monster. I'm going after the low-hanging fruit, which is my brother. <laughs> yeah, sure. Him too. Uh, let me see. What's this? Oh, they down here speaking to each other. Okay. But anywho, um, Sheila was stupid for wearing that peep-toe shoe and going back. When she left Deacon's apartment, she should have just went straight out to Never Never Land. Yeah, I don't understand. What was her point in going into the restaurant anyway? She was coming out of the bathroom. Don't Deacon have a bathroom? Why didn't you use the bathroom yeah. in Deacon's house? Yeah, that was... That, that made no sense. But, Girl, yeah. Somebody said that he could redeem himself, meaning Deacon, if Sheila was to, to take Hayes Mm-hmm. And then he ended up saving Hayes. Still know. doesn't redeem him on the legal side of things. That's that's yeah. the, the sticking point there. Is there still the legal issue that he was harboring a fugitive? Yeah, that that, that still doesn't because he going to have to explain that. Only yeah. Unless he don't even bring that up. Maybe he say, oh my God, I saw Sheila ran that way. She's over there. And he doesn't bring up the history prior to that. Yeah. That's the only way I can see if that works. If he just say, oh my God, I saw her at the movies or something. She was sitting in the row three and you can go get her. Then he don't even have to bring up the fact that they were living together because she's she's not going to bring it up either. Right. So, anywho. Um, they up in here talking about Hope and Liam. What about him? Uh, Hope is Liam's first love, marrying and having Beth, and I would be happy that they have another child. Mm-hmm. Um, Liam was caught in a paternity issue over Hayes not that long ago. Liam has learned nothing. Exactly. Yep. As much as as much as he loves Hope, he for some reason cannot stay away from Steffi. Yeah. And let's I, not forget, mm-hmm. people always seem to forget that Liam basically fought Wyatt over Steph. Yeah. And yeah, Hope wasn't in the, she wasn't in the picture at that time. I think she was still living like overseas or something like that. But mm-hmm. people try to act like um, Liam was not in love with Steffi and she was just a consolation prize when he couldn't have Hope. Steffi was married to her brother, to, to Liam's brother. And Liam mm-hmm. was trying to get at Steffi, trying to get between them and break up their marriage. So if it was just, if to me, if it was just he just wants to be with Steffi when Hope is, isn't around, 
then he would have let Wyatt and Steffi live happily ever after. after. Mm-hmm. And not tried to come in between their marriage because Steffi rejected him. Yeah. Liam was true. the one that kept going after her after, you know, they got married. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm tired of people trying to play Steffi as if she was delusional and thinking that Liam was really in love with her because that's not that I don't that wasn't the case. Now, yes, I feel like every time Hope comes back around, they do have him basically choosing Hope over Steffi. Mm-hmm. But they always have to go the route of making Steffi be the bad guy and having her do something wrong in their relationship as to why they break up and then he runs back to Hope, which is what happened this last time. And they try to do that same with Taylor, Ridge, and Brooke by saying it's always been Brooke. And that has not always been the case. There, before, before Taylor had their kids, Ridge had rejected Brooke several times to be with Taylor. So he, he had picked early on, was picking Taylor over Brooke, regardless of all of the tricks that Brooke would try to pull, all the lies and schemes that she would try to, um, to tell Ridge. As soon as those lies and schemes were found out, he would he was going back to Taylor or going to Taylor. Like nothing ever stuck early on. It wasn't until Taylor became a recurring character that he started to um pick Brooke over her. Gotcha. Yeah, that whole dynamic is just I'm just glad that they brought Finn in to kind of shake Me that too. whole thing up because I was sick and tired of that whole Steffi Liam Hope situation. You know, when they brought, when Kim Matula left and they brought Annika Nicole, she came back specifically to get <laughs> to get back with Liam. Right. That, she she tried to play him like and, she wasn't. Right, she tried to play like she wasn't, but she came mm-hmm. back specifically to get back with Liam when he was staying in that hotel or whatever it was. Yeah. Remember? And then she would just show yep. up over there and she was trying to console him and I'm here for you and you always have me and all of that and the rest is history. And bringing Finn into the mix, I'm like, thank gosh. Yeah. So I'm glad that Stephanie has somebody that is her own that doesn't have a history with hope. I'm wondering how long that's going to last. Is it going to get to a point where they're going to break up that Steffi Finn thing? Or they're just going to leave it alone? I hope not. But I just, that's how the soaps operated. Nobody stays together forever. Unless you're yeah. Nikki and Victor. Or uh, what's her name? Michael and uh, Michael and Lauren. Lauren. They've been together for a group. Yeah, Michael and Lauren been together for a very long time. I mean, they had their ups and downs, but they've just been one of the solid couples. They, you know, so I don't know. I'm just. I feel like for as long as they have. Go ahead. You still there? Yeah. I was just going to say, I feel like they have dragged us through this love triangle of. Liam, Steffi, and Finn, that they just need to leave those two couples alone for a while. Like, so I, I get it. I know the soaps <laughs> like to to have their little their break their breakups and they don't let couples be happy for a certain period of time, but I, I think they owe us at least a 10-year stint. <laughs> yeah, something. And they honestly bring in a couple of new guys 
for Taylor and Brooke. Yes, please. You know, bring in new guys for Taylor and Brooke. Um, uh, I guess with your whole comment about Brooke and Taylor and back in the beginning, Digi Denny said, child, you about to have these Brooke fans madder than a bee <laughs> with no honey. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and um, wrap this thing up. We had a lot to cover, but we got to do our last two segments, our flip the script segment and our uh, who's taking a seat this week. All right, so for those that don't know what that segment is, that's new to either the podcast or new to, um, you know, new to the YouTube side, our uh, flip the script segment is if there is a particular scene or storyline that you wish you could change this week, that's where we flip the script. And then I take several seats. If you felt that one character is doing just way too much and they need to go sit down somewhere, that's our take several seats segment. So what you got this week, Keisha, for the young and the restless and the bold and the beautiful? Um, my Y&R flip is simple. When Devon walked into Nate's office and said, I need to talk to you, um, mm-hmm. I would have liked for have Nate to say, I'm in the middle of a meeting you can call me or you can send me a text or I'll come and see you later. But you're not going to come in my place of business demanding to speak to me while I'm talking to my boss. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, my bold and the beautiful flip. I would like to have seen um, Taylor, you know, in this feel good moment. Tell Brooke, like, even though we're choosing ourselves, like, if at some point you and Ridge start to, you get those feelings back and you feel like you want to, you know, go profess your love to him again, I'm going to stay out of it. Um, that's going to be on you and him. I'm completely done with Ridge. Like this whole thing is over. You don't have to worry about me. Because I feel like had she said that and been like realistic about it, then this whole situation would be. I feel like a more realistic, possibly long-term thing. Because right now I feel like if next week or in a couple of weeks or even in a month, if Brooke goes back to trying to get back with Ridge, that she's going to be mad about it. Like, I feel like they expect each other to just completely stay away from Ridge and it's going to damage this whole new um, alliance or truce that they have with each other. Okay. What you got? Um, yeah, for my take a seats for Y and R, I've got three: Phyllis, <laughs> okay, Billy, and De- Devon. All for obvious reasons for what you know mm-hmm. they what Devon did was Nate showing up in his office doing too much. Mm-hmm. Billy again showing up to Chelsea's house having movie nights doing too much, and Phyllis with everything that she's just done. In this whole Diane situation, not taking accountability, um, feeling like she was betrayed by her daughter, um, completely doing too much. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, okay. And then my bold and the beautiful take a seat, Katie, for buying into whatever uh, Bill is selling her with this newfound. Um, 
I don't know all the crying that he's been doing. And then okay. Rich thinking he's just going to show back up and oh, I made my choice. You guys can stop fighting over me now. I know who I want to be with. Kind of thing. Okay. Alright, so my flip the script for The Young and the Restless would have been um, <laughs> I would have, if I was Chelsea, I would pretty much say, Billy, I appreciate the fact that you want to be here and be here for me, but out of respect for your girlfriend, I think maybe we shouldn't be having these movie nights. If I yes. want to watch a movie, mm-hmm. I can watch them with Connor. That's a good one. Yeah, because, I mean, he's going to continue to show up over there because of the fact that Chelsea is allowing it to happen. Yep. And so, as and Sharon, like you said, Sharon is right downstairs. If you really need, uh, you having a moment and you need to talk to somebody, call, call Sharon. She's a professional. She's mm-hmm. right downstairs. She can be able to help her. But, yep. yeah, you know, he's talking about, hey, I got popcorn in a movie. Uh, I, I appreciate that, and I think it's thoughtful. But out of respect for your girlfriend, who clearly has concerns, I think that maybe we shouldn't do this. Yeah. Um, And then flip on the bold and the beautiful <laughs> is when they told Deacon to go pull up that footage, and he saw it, I'd be like, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Yes, she was here. Yep. And I wouldn't even called her because she's supposed to be out of town anyway. So, um, on the taking seats, Devon definitely, dude, go sit down somewhere. You didn't have to come over to Nate's office for that. Chill out, Phyllis. Sit down because of the fact that you know you've been lying. You brought this man to town. You need to take accountability. And then if I had to pick one other person, um, let me think. I think that's it. Because I said Billy and Phyllis, right? Oh, I said Devon. Yeah, I already said Billy because of him showing up at the house. Um, On the bold side, Bill, sit down somewhere. Bill, you know that you are just mad because the girls turned you down. It is what it is. All right. There is some, let's see. Okay. So Eric should take a seat. I'm tired of him. Taylor. Crazy. You know, so yeah, it was a lot going on this week. So yeah, we, I don't know if you caught that Keisha. There were some people in the comment section also, Adam, some folks take seats. Oh yeah, I'm just I'm looking looking now. I I added in there. That's me at the very bottom. I added in there. Um, Noah can take a seat too for not being fully <laughs> honest with Alan <laughs> about that kiss. I know, right? Trying to make it seem like it's ju- it was just Audra. Right. Yeah, it was you too, Tama. I don't know if I kissed her back, really, dude. Yeah. Um, I think Chance need to take a seat. Wow. So sick. He never wanted to be with his wife once he came back, not taking up Abby at all, though. Interesting. Chance, I you know what? They're gonna put Chance and Sharon together. 
That would be a snooze fest. That would be a big snooze fest. <laughs> but who else could they put them with? Yeah. And there's nobody else available unless maybe Victoria. Yeah. I, 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 I honestly I feel like they're going to put Victoria and Nate, or going to try to put Victoria and Nate together or something yeah. happen between them. Oh, yeah, something. Thank you so much, Shanda Medlin. I'm glad you appreciate the podcast. So I don't want to keep you guys from a Saturday or depending on where you're at. It might be Sunday in certain areas. Oh, she said, Abby never allowed Chance to enjoy the honeymoon phase of their marriage before she jumped in the I need a baby train. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they had that baby situation going on when, before he came back. Yeah, that was that, that whole that story never made sense was a hot me. mess. It was. It was a hot <laughs> mess. All right, you guys. Well, we are going to cut it short here. Did you have anything else, Keisha? I don't think so. No. So it was a great week. You guys on the YouTube side, stay tuned for the spoilers for the week of the 19th through the 23rd. We're heading into the Christmas episodes. So I don't know if you're, I don't know if they're going to be, I know the Diane thing should be getting a little crazy next week. Um, on bold, I'm not really sure where we go from here. The Sheila thing is still there, but what happens with the Foresters and Brooke and all of that, you know, I don't know. Where's Thomas? What's going to happen with Thomas? Thomas, you know, so we're kind of on a cliff was what's going to happen on bowl moving forward, especially with this high moment that we came off of with Brooke and Taylor. So, yeah. all right, you guys, I'm going to wrap it up here. You guys have a great week. Stay tuned for all of the recaps for next week. And also stay tuned this weekend, probably later today or early tomorrow, the spoilers for both shows for the 19th through the 23rd. So, Until we see you next time, have a good one. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms, such as via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.